I know the DJ. Do you? Welcome to episode 32 of But I Know the DJ, a podcast discussing all things DJ, music, nightlife, business, and pop culture through the unfiltered opinions of host Snacks. Give me Snacks, baby! AKA the Latino Jimmy Fallon, powered by Dope Entertainment and our sponsor, Anchor. I wanted to shout out our black owned business of the week, Black Girl Sunscreen, which began with the need for melanin women to have a sunscreen brand that caters exclusively to them. Check them out at blackgirlsunscreen.com and at blackgirlsunscreen on Instagram. Now I'd like to welcome our guest for today's episode, DJ of some of the most popular uptown Latin nights in the city, a fellow advocate of the less hate, more perreo movement. We welcome DJ Harvey Romero. What's going on? What's, What's going up, on? baby? First time on a podcast for Harvey Romero. We are here after the first weekend of 100% capacity of nightlife in Boston. You uh, came off of uh, venue. Is that was that uh, all you all you did this weekend? Uh, yeah, I did a venue in, in the uh, Latin room with uh, Jara. Mm-hmm. And, and how was that? Man, I've never seen venue like that. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen venue like that uh, that early. Yeah, it was like ten o'clock, and I was getting text messages like, "Yo, where are you?" Yeah, and I usually show up maybe like fifteen minutes before just mm-hmm. to like set up and everything like that, but. It was like ten o'clock, and there was a line like around the block. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was real big. Yeah, yeah um, I was supposed to go and be with like Ado and the dope team and everything like that. But I, I was like, ah, I was like, you know, the my then the rest of my year is going to be like this. Like, I'm gonna do one more night where like like I went and hung out at a bar with like Cami and like Tumi yeah. and like we we're all hanging out. So, excuse me, you know, like one last night just to like be together before we all get booked forever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So like, um, and I was just watching videos. Ace on his recaps, like, like lying around two two corners, like, yeah, at te- was- by ten thirty, like, just unheard of. And, and I and, and it made me realize that like the culture of going out is going to be different for a while. Where like, there's no pulling up late to be cute anymore because you literally will not get in. Exactly. I know a few people that on that night tried to show up at eleven thirty, eleven forty five, thinking they could just walk in. End up not getting in at all, just because yeah. it was. By the time that they were like reaching the front of the door, it was twelve forty-five, and it's like at that point, why are you paying forty bucks to get in for like an hour? For yeah. like an hour, yeah. And and you know, I knew it was going to be crazy, but like I just didn't know to what extent. And my big night was Sunday, like yeah. the day after. So I was just like, if this is sad, like you know, I should expect something yeah, very yeah. similar. And it was like at Hava, like I told people, I was like, I was sending them the video of like that Ace was posting about like how crazy it was, and I'm like. Dude, this is no joke. Show up early, like ten, like camp out, like, like you know what I mean. Like, uh, like honestly, no, seriously. I, I was telling like my close people, I'm like, yo, guy, like, I want to make sure you guys come in smooth. Like, you have to come at this time, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. And and you know, even some of them like ten thirty, ten forty five, and they were like, I w- I was just getting texts like, yo, or like, oh my god, like, and I'm like, yeah, I yeah. told you, the line is no joke. Because when I pulled up at like. 10 15 or something and it was already like very very big line very like very hectic um yeah it was like 10 o'clock and i don't know, like 10 30 i got i invited some girls out and they were like we don't think we're gonna get in like the, the line is massive yeah and like luckily i had them on the list and they got in but like they had to close doors like they they hit capacity 
And I don't think I've ever been part of a venue when and and they hit capacity because you can fit exactly like yeah, yeah you can fit mad heads with across the two rooms yeah six hundred seven hundred maybe yeah like and, and it looked wall to wall like it looked like it was wall to wall fucking insane so as far as the line room like obviously you're playing lots of like bachata and merengue and stuff right um, or no. No, not really, man. I, oh, uh, really? In the Latin room, it's it's a lot of reggaeton, a lot of right. dembo. Right. And um, if you get, like, the okay, you can kind of, like, splash them with some hip-hop, some dance hall, um, and it works. So it's mm-hmm. very, like, it's very fast-paced. And then to slow it down, then, you know, you'll throw a bachata or, you know, you know, um, maybe, like, a cell bachata and maybe, like, a couple, maybe, like, one cell of, like, some mambo or merengue. And, like, that's it. And, like, probably close to, like, no salsa. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not like your typical like Latin night. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna ask because when it's that packed, how do you really yeah <laughs> dance bachata or anything like that? Yeah, you're like I I think yeah I danced with some girl, and um, it was just like we're bumping to like other people and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's really uncomfortable and like especially if you're like drinking and stuff and you know so people forced. yeah people get all like you know um like especially the guys that get all worked up. You start pumping yeah. into them, then like they want to fight you and stuff. It's, like, it's not even worth it, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like can't be a patron anymore because like anytime I'm in a club setting, I'm in a DJ booth, protected yeah. from everybody, yeah. and like have my own space. And like now, like that's again, again, like I was like I knew venue was gonna be crazy, and like I would have been at a table and stuff, but I didn't even know that even the tables would have been crazy too. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's why I was like, yeah, like I'm sure it's gonna be sick, but like I don't think I'm gonna miss out too much. You know what I mean? No, no. I mean, I mean, I've never seen venue like that, and. As soon as I got there, it was just, even the Latin room, they had, like, the tables were already, like, booked, and they were already, like, packed. Yeah. And people just wanted to dance, like, straight to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like straight to like, it. Like, so, so you, you know, you did an early set, right? Like, an opening set? Yeah, I did an opening so set. So, how did you have to approach that? Did you have to, like, kind of so do it I, a little bit differently since it was, people were just so ready to go? Yeah, 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 exactly. So, I actually had a big issue, because when I got there, their equipment wasn't working. So, they had uh, two CDJs, they had um, a S9 and the S9 wasn't, like, my laptop wasn't reading it. So I had everything, like, set up to go on, on my end, but their mixer just wasn't working. So I had to run back to the garage, the one uh, across from Candy Bar. Yeah. And I went up, like, seven flights of stairs. To, and luckily, something told me, like, yo, take your controller. So I took my controller. I left it in the trunk. And I, I went up, like, seven flights of stairs, grabbed it, came back down another seven flights, and literally ran back to venue. Like, it was, it was pretty hectic. It's pretty hectic. What? Yeah. And like I've always told them like, yo, y'all need to like fix y'all sound, like your your equipment needs to be on point because it makes it makes us look bad. You know Wait, I mean? wait, but an S nine is such a plug and play. What was the issue? So um so you, you know how when you the first time when you connect to something you've never used before, especially yeah. on a new laptop, yeah, it'll tell you like, Oh, install the driver. Yeah. I did that. So as soon as I did that, I restarted my computer and um, I plugged back in and it read it for like maybe a quick second. And then the turntables like showed up on Serato and then they would. And then they would turn back off, right? Yeah, and then to turn back off. Yeah, I've seen that happen before and I forgot how I fixed it. That's happened to me like multiple times yeah. at different spots and I forget. <sighs> yeah, I was freaking out. I was yeah, freaking yeah, out. I remember that feeling, but there's a way to fix it and I forgot how it is. Um, but. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and like um, I forget it. I I forget if it's an it's a it's an update thing. I forget. Well, I'm I'm running Catalina, so I left it on that OS just because the other ones they're very like unstable. Yeah, um, I used to run High Sierra, but then I got mm. a new laptop. So yeah, for non DJs, we're getting very technical, but 
It is a DJ show, so fuck it. <laughs> exactly. So you said you got there 15 minutes before and you're going through all of this. No, actually, um, I, I kind of underestimated how busy it was going to be. So I showed up maybe like 10, 30. <sighs> yeah. So the night was already... Like, yeah. Like, main room was already yeah, filling yeah. up. So, what? So, side room was just, the line room was just closed for no, that time? No, or? They, they had music going. So, the, um, the sound guy, he had a USB on, but he had like R&B and like soft stuff. So, I'm like, yo, like, people are going to start leaving. So, as soon as, so when I got there, um, I was like, yo, can you throw in like a Latin mix or something and I'll go grab my stuff, come back. He, I pretty much told him, just switch whatever's playing in the main room to here. Right. So, like, luckily, right, you know, right, had, right. You know, they had some like top forty stuff going on, so that was helpful for like the ten minutes that I was gone. But like once, but I that came ten back, minutes must have felt like yo, oh felt like a God. fucking hour. Yeah, especially Bro. especially going up those stairs. Yeah, coming down, and and thing is, the run from Icon to that garage is like long enough. Yeah, like that's like two blocks. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not like it's just across the street. Exactly. Oh my God. And like I came back and the secondhand stress yeah. is fucking crazy. Yeah, and, and I was I was upset because I'm like, yo, like y'all supposed to be the sound guys, like y'all supposed to be like, you know, what I'm saying like got everything under control. And like I I got back, I was setting everything up, I was hooking mm. up, you know, to the system and everything. And they're just standing there. I'm like, yo, like I, I'm supposed to just come in, plug in, play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I I'm pretty known for always getting there mad early. Yeah, and it's for reasons like that because yeah. like. And it happens, like it happens, you know. Yeah. And for most clubs, like you can't just show up and plug in, you're ready yeah. to go. But I don't know, like I, I get, I, I get it from my dad. Like my dad's the type to show up like three hours early yeah. at an airport. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's like the typical Hispanic. Yeah, thing. yeah. Like I'm the same exact. Like I'm anyone will tell you I'm always on time. Like I'm rarely, rarely late. And it's for things like that because, like, listening to that story, I'm like shaking. I'm like it's a disaster. The, the anxiety, sweating, hearts beating, and then you can't like start. Like you're starting already stressed, yeah, and you're probably already a little bit nervous. Yeah, exactly. First time back, exactly. You know what I mean? You know it's gonna be a full house. Like, yeah. oof. That's exactly. That's exactly like. Yeah. The, like picture perfect. Yeah. Like scenario right there. I was just. I was already stressed. I was already nervous. But you know, it goes back to um. You know, it, it was also my fault because I should have been there. You know, like nine forty five, nine thirty, and that's that's what I typically do. I never. Yeah. I, I hate being late to like gigs. Yeah. Just because. You know, for situations like that, and it also makes you look bad to me. It's a yeah, job. It's, no, it's, it's a yeah, job. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So, like, treat it like one. Like, that's percent. You know, you know, a lot of people just show up, you know, um, thinking they're superstars. It's kind of like, you're not, you know, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. not all of us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. treat it as a job so you can, you know, get that call back, like, to come back another time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and the thing that annoys me, like, still to this day is, like, I'll ask promoters, I'm like, like, especially if it's a place that, like, I haven't played at before or whatever yeah. the case is. I'm like, okay, what's the setup? And, like, they rarely know, you yeah. know, like, and I'm like, can you find out? Oh, yeah, and then they never tell me. And then I get there, and, like, like uh, a place like this is karma. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll get there, and there's nothing there. Wow. There's no DJ setup. And I go to the manager, I'm like, tell me how I'm supposed to play. Oh, you don't just have your shit? I wasn't told. <laughs> I asked. I asked multiple times. Yeah. And never got an answer. So now here we are. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? And then I'll call whatever promoter it is, and I'll be like, "Hey, guess what? I do have a control in my trunk, but like, we'll, we're going to talk about that later." Exactly. You know what I mean? And like, and it's just that shouldn't happen. Like, it, imagine if I didn't have it on me. You know what I mean? Exactly. What happens to the night? And then yeah, and then everyone blames you because your name was on the flyer. 
and they're like, oh, the music was all fucking weird and janky, and I don't exactly. know what the DJ was doing. Yeah, exactly. It's mad annoying. Which, it, it shouldn't be happening. If you're playing at a club, the club should invest into ha- mm-hmm. having their own equipment. Yeah. And, and the thing is, like, venue, and like they, they, they do have a team of sound yeah. guys, and it's usually, like, no problem. It's usually no problem. Um, you know, I actually love all those guys. Those, those guys are all great. Um, but uh, for something like that, when it's, like, a connection issue, that's the thing about connection issues is you don't know if it's, the hardware or the software, yeah. right? That's the thing about like DJing is like we, you know we do rely so much on on our computer on on equipment, yeah. yeah equipment, whether yeah. whether it's a computer or the controller or the picture, whatever the case is. So if it any anything farts on you, like as far as the crowd is concerned, it's you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I think one of my nightmare stories was um. Excuse me, gotta take a sip. <clears throat> I was playing a Bijou Gold Room, full house, and. The right CDJ, like, keeps getting, like, turning on and off. Like, it would just shut off. Mm-hmm. Lights off. And I'd be like, good. Like, it would stop, and I'd be like, I have to go in internal and, like, whatever. Yeah. And um, and then we, we, were, we were able to figure out why it kept turning off, but, like, then it wouldn't connect to Serato. Like, Serato wouldn't read the right-hand side for whatever reason. Mind you, I'm fully DJing at this. Like, as we're troubleshooting this, I'm fully... Doing transition, like, internal mode, whatever. <laughs> You're troubleshooting at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Me and the sound guy, like, we're all trying to figure it out. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Took out a USB. And on one side, I played on Rekordbox. And on the other side, I played on Serato and finished the night like that. And it was, like, insane. Like, it, like yeah. it was a moment where I was like... Like, it was one of those few moments where I was like, I'm a freak. Like, the fact I'm doing this right now is... And no one can tell. Is like... And, and I used I, I used to... um. DJ on Rekordbox, like I, yeah, I wasn't, yeah. yeah, I used to like DJ on USBs, um, so I was still like I still knew how to do it. I could still DJ by ear, like mm-hmm. um, everyone. Like I remember I tell my friends about that. They're like, "Why didn't you just do internal mode on one side the whole time?" And I was like, "Cause I like having control oh. of both sides." You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but that was a moment where like there was a moment I like looked at my setup and I'm like like I'm scrolling through Rekordbox on one side and on the other side I'm like using my computer and like it was. It, Every transition is all by ear because they're not connected to each other. Yeah, and that shit—that shit was fucking crazy. Um, but people don't realize how much, like, you know, if it's hardware or software, it, like, it, at any moment, it really could. Yeah, your your computer could shut off or freeze. Exactly. You know, I, I've someone heard, could I've drop a drink. Yeah, yeah exactly. like on on the thing, and now yeah. it's fried. What do you do? You know what I mean? It's these are all these little things that like anxiety, man. And then like, especially for people who are like partying in the DJ booth, thinking like they're super cool. Mm-hmm. If you drop your drink, you are ruining it for everybody. And I'm the one. If the microphone even still works, that's being like this person right here, not me. They spilled their drink and is the reason why we all got to go home now. Yeah. Like, because I'm not taking that fucking heat. Like, when it's not my fault, fuck that. You know what I mean? I should be more like that. You're too nice, man. I am. I am. I'm way too nice. <laughs> You're a nice Yo, guy. I'm way too nice. And it's like, everybody keeps telling me, like, Yo, Harvey, talk your shit. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we were talking about a little bit about uh, the MC game. And you are yeah. te- you're texting me out on uh, yeah. Saturday. You tried some new stuff out. What, what was that like? Um, I was sober. So <laughs> it was a big big help. Yeah, yeah, Um, like I, Like I was saying, like, I ran back. I was already, like, sweating. I was stressed out. Yeah. Oh. And, and then... Mm. Um, the room it just started like to fill up. Yeah, and, like people and you got to command the room yeah. from from the jump. Like that, that's what I was um I was talking. To, you know, when I talked to younger DJs about it, and, and like, you know, DJing is obviously so much about music, but to be, I think, to part of that X factor of being like a good DJ or a big DJ or a pop DJ, whatever that you want to call it, is the ability to command the room. Yeah, like 
I I can I can hear inexperienced DJ when they get. I'm like like yeah you know venue like ha like we here baby. I'm like not nah, like you gotta like command the fuck yeah. like you are Lil John you're Fat Man Scoop like you're you're you are the voice of the night you know what I'm saying and if and and the crowd can feel that exactly like they'll eat you alive you exactly. know what I'm saying like so you have to make it where it's like not nah, like y'all are following me you know what I mean and that's kind of how I when, I when I realized that and understood that like it changed the game for me like the presence is is always felt yeah that's that's very big to me and that's and that's what I took from. From like what you were telling me, and like and like hearing other DJs play, it just project your voice. Yeah, like don't be all shy because I used to be one of those DJs that would walk up to the booth all like nervous, mm-hmm. and like people used to come up to me like, "Yo, relax, like have yeah, fun, yeah. And like smile and stuff." Mm-hmm. But like once you start doing that, like and you you start making people feel your presence through the mic, yeah, they're like, "Oh shit, who's up there?" Exactly, you know what I mean. And, and like everything is so perception based. Like even with like, um, oh here we go. Producer Phil just came in with the cups. We do have Hennessy on deck, courtesy of DJ Harvey Romero. That was juice. Time to, uh, time to break it out. Excuse us. Uh, just, oh, and ice. Oh God. MVP. Wow. You want? You know, I know you want some. <laughs> Phil, stop playing with me. Oh, here we go. So we're gonna pour up live on air. Don't mind us. Um. Harvey asked me earlier, like, you know, what we're going to drink. You're, like, the third or fourth guest to bring alcohol. You know what I mean? I'm sorry I'm burping so much, guys. I was drinking seltzer, so it's all bubbly. We have had alcohol on the show before. Um, every time we have done, it's turned. It's gone wild. A little off the rails. Um, you want me to pour you up? You want to do the honors? How do you want to do this? Um, however. Whatever works. All right. So we got some ice. I know Phil wants a little, a little something. Um, and you asked me Hennessy or Patron. Do you still drink Patron a lot? Uh, yeah, I drink Hennessy. Um, I try to stay away from Hennessy just because <laughs> it's gotten me into a lot, a lot of trouble. One, two, three. Is that a good amount for everyone? Be straight. One, two, three. That's how I count my my drinks usually. I usually do the four. One, two, three. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's so random. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I've I've like watched bartenders. Well, for me, like, cause, cause, you know, you can eyeball it and stuff, but like, if I count it every time with the same pace, then you know, yeah. like, like if I've been doing that for however many years, I, I know that's a good amount to pour. Mm-hmm. Now I know that it's consistent. You know what I'm saying? Because every cup is different, and when you throw ice in it, you like if you eyeball it, it looks all different. You know what I'm saying? But counting to four, I mean, that's I've always watched bartenders. Like, I'll, I'll watch. Yeah, I'll ask them. I feel like that's what they do. Yeah, and they're like, oh, we just count to four. Like, count okay. to four. Yeah. Oh. Then I'm gonna just generally fill this with. The, you want Gatorade? You have your own Gatorade, or you yeah. want to use my Gatorade? Uh, I can use yours. It's fine. So we are doing. I actually have never done this, but I've seen people do this. Hennessy and red Gatorade. Oh, it's red Gatorade zero. Oh. So there's not a lot of a lot of shit to like kind of dilute. You know what I mean? It's sheesh. Gatorade, red Gatorade zero, and Hennessy. I've seen people do it. I've never really done it. I'm usually a Henny gingerbread with two limes kind of guy. I, I typically just go on the rocks. You go on the rocks? Yeah. Even when you're DJing? Yeah. Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Is that, is that Italian ice? Yeah. Where the fuck did you get that? Oh, the, uh, uh, they have them in there too? <laughs> yeah. Have they always had them in there? No. 
Oh, I might, I might, I might get one later. I might ask for one later. All right, cheers, guys. Cheers. To thirty-two episodes. See how this should taste at all. Wow. Well, not bad. Phil's fucking chugging his. <laughs> this is good. Shit. And it makes me feel not. Because, you know, like with all the soda, sometimes you like feel kind of shitty. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? And the bubble guts I get the next day are terrible. Oh, terrible. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's part of the reason why I go on the rocks, too. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. I mean, for like two years ago or whatever, I don't, I, time is whatever. But there was a point where I was really trying to make a switch to like vodka soda. Yeah. Just to keep shit light and like <laughs> cut the sugar and all that stuff. But like I I really like to, to enjoy my drinks. Like mm. I'm a big cocktail guy. Yeah. Sorry I'm burping so much, guys. Um because like yeah, like why 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 am I gonna struggle to to drink something? You know what I mean? Like it just makes no sense. Like why would you drink it? Like like would you like would you order something you're gonna struggle eating? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like uh, I tried it, and I was like, oh, I like this that thought gross. process. I, it's never, real shit. I, yeah, I've never looked like, at it like I, that. I, I'm a pretty big like indulging type guy. Like, yeah. obviously, I don't do any diets or like, because to me, like, I don't know, having a a, a a six pack or something, like, yeah, it's cool, but like, who like who cares? It like I used to like really be self conscious about like my body and mm-hmm. like, you know, obviously wanted to be super fit or whatever. But like now, my thing is like just being physically able. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like uh, I work out a lot. I run a lot, or whatever. And I was like, as long as I can do that, yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah. And is that, and if I'm able to do that and enjoy the food and drinks that I can with my friends and have a good time, be able to go eat, go out, you know, do my thing and have fun at the same time, then I think I'm doing life pretty well. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, and, and and obviously people have different, you know, what makes them happy and what, what they find is fun or is obviously can be completely different from mine. But you know, I see certain people that. You know, they might lose, you know, 30 pounds or something amazing. You know, they cut out the, the the sugar and all that stuff, bread, and they stop drinking and stuff. And then they'll be at parties and, like, look miserable. And I'm like, yo, are you good? And they're like, yeah, like, I'm just, just low-key. And I'm like, all right. I mean, you don't really <laughs> – the six-pack looks good, though. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but, you know, it's 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 a thing that it took a while for me to, to kind of figure out. Yeah. Like, because at this point, I'm just like, you know, I like my – like, I like life better when I'm – when I live it this way, because I was super fit like before, um, before like DJing really took off. I, like since 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 like freshman year of college, I probably gained like fifty to sixty pounds. Like I used to be like one ninety, two hundred. Like I was like pretty fucking thin and like fit. Yeah. Um, but she was boring. I don't know. Like I don't think I would want to live life like that. Yeah, but it's not like I mean I don't see you as like a fat guy. You're just built. You know what I'm saying? And, and there's nothing wrong with that because there's dudes that are just... just oh, yeah. Like, like, like well, that's what I mean. Like, no part of me wants to be like a slob. You know what exactly. I mean? Where it's, it's like, different. where different. it's like, oh, I go up flight stairs and I'm like, yeah. like, like, nah, 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 nah. And like, you know, my whole thing was like, uh, if, 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 if you need to go move out and, I, and you're like, and you're like, oh, like, I want to call snacks because like he could actually help me yeah. versus like... Like, Snack's my boy, I'm sure he'd help, but, like, he's just a fat shit. And he's not going <laughs> to help. He's just going to, like, sit there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no part of me wants to, like, be that. Or, you know, I got to chase down a train or a bus. I can do it, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if I can, I think I figured out some kind of balance where I can go on the weekend and do whatever I want and, like, enjoy it and be like, okay, cool. Like, I'm having yeah. fun. Like, we meet up for drinks or whatever, and I can, you know, just do me. 
but also be like yeah but the next day i'll like get up and like do my workout or whatever you know what i'm saying no and it's, and it's very important like the fact that you said that because um lately there's been you know uh you know with the whole pandemic stuff like you know everybody you know gained weight and people just stopped taking care of this, so, uh, yeah, themselves yeah. yeah you know what i mean and um recently uh a, a dj i mean i didn't know him like that it's crazy because I, I met him after i did uh smoke and flame uh we went to i went to east boston with my boy mm-hmm. i met him at a like a local east boston bar word and um he knew who i was so i i, I wasn't on that like oh like that was you know i'm very humble so like mm-hmm. I, was, I sat there i spoke i spoke with him and everything and like a couple of days later they're like i started seeing him on on social media and he ended up passing away so i was like what wait what yeah i was like what what the, what the fuck happened i was just i was just talking to him i just met him and everything and um a boston dj um, he was he wasn't like a Boston DJ. He was more like a local bar DJ. Like he was doing a lot of like the uh like like the local spots. Hmm. Yeah, and Latin. Uh, uh, yeah. Yo, I think um I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So like I started. Wow. Yeah, and like people started telling me, yeah, he had like diabetes and stuff. Or mm-hmm. something. I don't know if that was a cause of it, but right. But I mean, but especially when you have something an underlying condition. Yeah. Plus COVID world, plus like whatever, you know what I mean? It can, and you're, you're, stuff you're can start falling, falling down. Yeah. You're constantly grinding and DJing every single night and you're, you're literally chugging like alcohol left and right. So yeah. you don't like, you know, you don't know if that has like an effect on it, but I'm sure to an extent it does. Yeah. So like, I feel like every DJ should definitely start prioritizing their health a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's not to say like, everyone always asks me like, do I drink at every gig? Not every gig. Um, and especially like obviously depends on what I'm doing the day after. Um, is it most gigs? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like, and the thing is like, there's levels though. I might have to just have one or two in the beginning to loosen me up or cause I'm actually thirsty. Yeah. Um, and then other times it's just a fucking movie like, and everyone's handing me shots. So like it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Those are the good nights. Though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but have I done gigs over a million times? Like, I don't think, um, I don't think I've done a gig sober. Really? I can't. I have like crazy, crazy anxiety. anxiety. Like but that's the all thing. types of anxiety. And, and this is the real, real thing about even just nightlife in general. Like it is a a weird teeter. Th- like uh, I think uh, some. Pro- I think Kareem said this once. He was like, "Why? Why are all DJs fat?" And I'm like, "Dude, because we have mad anxiety, son." Yeah. And like you know, we got to eat before the gig. Yeah. Eat after the gig, probably drink all in between the gig, multiple times a week. Like. You know what I mean? Like I definitely gained weight when my DJ career started, you know, started jumping off. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it could become, it's completely correlated. You know what I mean? The difference is, is, you know, do you on the off days try and work out? Like, like me, like I, so I don't eat out between like Monday and Thursday. Okay. I usually don't drink unless a guest brings alcohol. You know what I mean? Whatever. <laughs> I usually, I usually, no, 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 it's all good. I usually, yeah purposely like never drink like even if it's like people do like you know a beer after work or i ne- like i don't do that because i know that my friday saturday sometimes sundays are so much so you much know what I mean? so i'm like at least like let me earn it you know so yeah. usually during the week i only drink water you know work out whatever um what does it completely bounce it out not really because i'm still overweight so whatever but i'm mad like i always think like imagine if i didn't do any of that like i ate mcdonald's every day and didn't work out and whatever like how bad i would be you know what I mean? And how bad yeah. my health would be, you know, it is a real thing. And, um, you know, it is true. Like you look at a lot of DJs and we're all overweight, you yeah, know, cause no, it's, it's it, tough to manage. It, it is. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I, I had to take a step back. Like during the last year, 
just because I felt like I was getting out of control. Yeah. And I had to, like, just slow it down. Like, like mentally, I was going through a lot of stuff. So I'm like, yo, I need to chill. Like, I don't like where I'm going. And so I was like, all right, anything, everything needs to, like, calm down mm-hmm. and, like, get myself right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of DJs should do that so so they can, like, produce that, like, energy when they go DJ. Mm-hmm. Because, like, nobody wants to... Go see a DJ that's like depressed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know what I mean? So yeah, and and that's and that's a real thing. Like, um, and especially like as men too, and men of color. Like, yeah, we we might know we're depressed, but like you said, like no one wants to fuck. With, like you can't be posting like emotional shit. Yeah, when like everyone's like, yo, but like I'm just trying to get lit this weekend. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I had to stop. I had to stop because I because I I I got to the point where I was just constantly frustrated and I was just talking shit. So I was like, nah, I gotta stop. I gotta mm. stop and like I, I posted one thing um that I, I, I publicly said like yes, I'm depressed. Mm. And like it's crazy, like I, I didn't expect to get that type of feedback mm. from people that I barely even speak with. Right. Like I had a lot of DMs and like people thanking me for like speaking up and I was like, Oh shit. Like if I can make this type of like, you know, impact on somebody else, then like, you know, I'm doing something right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's something important, something we've touched upon a little bit on the on this show with different people in the past, but um, you know, that mental health, like, because it's not only just fast-paced life, but it's, like, you know, lack of sleep. Yeah. You know, trying to balance, you know. A lot of people are like, oh, like, you know, working out and, and health is wealth is a good way to kind of maintain good mentality and stuff. Sometimes we don't have enough time for that. You know, we, we, we're up late, so we got to sleep in a little bit. Like, yeah. And that's when everyone's at the gym. You know, it becomes tough. And over time. And then not only that, it's fucking stressful. It's stressful, you know. Am Especially I getting this gig? Am I getting? <laughs> and that's a whole other yeah, thing. That's, like, that's a whole other like. That's a whole other thing. Story. So, but but you talking about you know you taking a step back and you know being an advocate of like kind of being cautious of your mental health is is important. Yeah. Um, you know, I, again, I've mentioned this in the past before. Homeboy, uh, Ruben, uh, I think it's D Feliz on Instagram. You know, is a big mental health um, advocate, and he's a not like he's a promoter and all that stuff, and. Uh, you know, he, he's really built, like, this really dope following of, um you know, just, like, resources and people yeah. just talking about, um you know, their mental health and everything like that. Um Have you ever gone to therapy? I actually have a therapist, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, no, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I've like I've two, had one. Like, two, I, three years already? Oh, really? Yeah, like, that's two a, years around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been in and out of it. Yeah. Um, well, half of it was, like, yeah, me too. for time, and then COVID, fuck, I was like, I'm not doing this some shit. I've been, I've been doing that since, like, 13. I had, like, counselors and... Then I was like, no, yeah. no, nah, I got it, I got it. And then, like, it got to the point where I was like, no, you don't. Yeah, yeah. So, so there are times where I was like, I think I'm good. Yeah. And then I'll just, like, stop showing up. Yeah. Or, like, or, like stop, like, making meetings, rather. Um, exactly. Same, same. And then, like, shit will hit the fan. I'm like, hey, yeah. <laughs> remember me? Yeah, I need you again. <laughs> yeah, we, um, we become that ex, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and I'm sure they're, like, used to it and stuff. Um, is, is your uh, therapist a man? Uh no she's a she's a girl it's girl oh, yeah. word 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 and, and how's that uh relationship like been like what how like how is how has it affected affected you since you started um it, it puts things in a different perspective um because sometimes we become so like closed with our own thoughts that we don't you know um we don't get to see how like somebody else sees it mm-hmm. and sometimes like their perspective actually helps mm-hmm. you know it's like you know I I was in a really like shitty relationship for the last three years and like she was like helping me with that. And um, anytime I would be like, no, 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 like, you know, it's going to work out, it's going to work out. She'd be like, mm. you know, but this real, is, like, you know, but yeah, be yeah. real, this has happened. Mm. This has happened. Do you think, you know, if, you know, she would have felt this way, you know, this would have happened. So it's like, it's just one of those things that it's hard to accept. And with, with anything, you know, in life, you, you know, the biggest thing is just being able to accept things. 
mm. and and understand that you can't change what happened in the past. Right. Like, you know, you only control what you can control. Word. You know. Did you um, purposely seek a female therapist versus a male, or is that just kind of how it happened? Um, it's kind of just how it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't really have a preference. Yeah, I personally like w- wanted a male, like a, a a male of color. Yeah, just so they could feel me. You know what I'm saying? On certain, like how you wanted that, because I think what I needed was just an older person's perspective, okay, rather than the other gender. But yeah. also, my 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 issues weren't so much. Like relationship with a yeah. female base, they were more just like life, and so I think I just sought like the perspective of an older man that has gone through yeah. some of the shit that I that I'm currently going through. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a lot of life shit. It's just I, I seek therapy because just like you said, life in general. You know, just just recently, the last three years has been relationship based, but since I was 13, it's been just constantly just life shit, situations. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and and I think through social media, I think. You know, in a way, like mental health and therapy is becoming a little bit more normal, at least more talked about. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I mean, five years ago, you know, when no one was talking about it, it's like, oh, are you crazy? Or yeah, like, you know yeah, what I mean. And and yeah. but it's so important again, especially in men, because like, like I think of my male friend group, and you know, we can talk about certain things. Like my friend group is pretty solid about that, but they're. But they're, for the most part, like, I can't just be like, yo, bro, like, I'm sad. Like, or like, or yeah. I feel this way. Or like, what do y'all think about this? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's something that's just because it's not so normal in, in men right now. Or, 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 I mean, ever has been in the past. And so being able to accept that and even take the step to even go is like really, really, really it's big. Really big. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, um, but then again, balancing it with a life that is like ours where we're drinking and we're around so much, so many women and competition and trying to be the best, you know, all yeah. this stuff. It, like it, take, it can take a serious, serious toll. Um, but it's all about controlling it and maintaining it. Controlling it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not, it's not easy. It took a lot for me to even say yeah. something, mm-hmm. you know, but once, you know, once you get it out there and you notice how, how better you feel, yeah, you know, it tells you like you know it's it's okay to ask for help yeah you know and just because you know somebody else doesn't understand it doesn't mean like you know you're crazy or anything like that it's yeah just, it's really affecting you so go out and seek help yeah I mean because life like there's no manual on life exactly there's, you know I agree there's 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 ways that people think we're supposed to like approach life you know the, the American dream like go to college get a job yeah married two kids a dog picket fence like. But even that's changing a ton. Like uh, I was, I was watching this um, this guy on TikTok. Some like you know, fucking cryptocurrency guys, dude, or whatever. Talking I stay about watching those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm not crazy into it, but I just like like to listen to, to stuff like that. Um, but he was talking about like the uh, how uh, the value of college has changed so mm-hmm. much. Like even in the last like ten years. Yeah. Where it's like you know, fifty years ago, going to college and getting a degree like made sense because you were getting the return by getting a good job. That will ultimately pay you enough to cover the loans and then some. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now the loans are so high and jobs aren't really paying as much as they could be or whatever the case. And it's really hard. Like they're expecting three degrees and all this experience and blah, 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 blah. blah. So now the return isn't as high. And so now it's like, is college worth it where you, you get so far in depth just to you know, have this four year social, social life and which, which I do think is very valuable, but just to end up like getting a job that doesn't really even pay you back all the debt you have. Yeah. Um, me, uh, you know, 
I thought it was funny how like when I got my first job out of college, like they never asked for my grades once. Like they just wanted to, they they wanted to make sure I had a degree. You know, that was one of the like oh like you graduated from where? Okay, cool. Never asked for my transcript for my grades. Like they just wanted to make sure I was graduating. So to me, I was just like. Damn, like I kind of worked mad hard in college, kind of like yeah. not for nothing, but like for nothing, you know. I mean, I I just think a degree just helps you get paid more, um, and and I've heard that from a few people that have degrees, and I know people doing the same thing that they're doing, and the difference is that one has a degree and one doesn't, mm. you know. Um, yeah, but but I mean, obviously, trade is a yeah. big thing, you know. Trade like is a big thing, yeah. My boy's brother, younger brother, skipped. Like opted out of college, like just went straight into like construction and does like HVAC shit, and then, and he, you know, with no debt, was just making mad bread. Granted, you know, putting his body through it, like yeah. whatever, like really long days, really hard work, hard labor, fucking kills it. Has so much money. Bought a fucking motorcycle. Like bought a, uh, they bought an investment property. Like Jeez. he just has so much like, like disposable income because he's working so much. Has no fucking debt. And then my boy, his older brother, who went to college and was like working. A good office job is like I have so much debt and like isn't that lovely like, though? Yeah, you know what I mean. No debt and just have yeah. leftover money, and it's just stuff like that where I'm like, damn, like, like, like you know, I I work in business, I work in marketing, so like, there's no way I couldn't have I could have gotten there without a degree, maybe through certifications, maybe. Um, so, I I don't really think that I could have I could be where I'm at without it, but I'm kind of like yeah, like imagine I had no debt. Or like, and, and honestly, I'm I'm not the type to be working on the sun building a fucking house. That's not my vibe. I'm gonna be honest. No, no, and I, I'm <laughs> gonna be honest too. That just is, that's just not me either. Mm-hmm. That's not me. And and um, I'm not. I used to be afraid to say that, but like now I'm not. I just, Bro, I'm just not, not like. Don't get me wrong. Like, if 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 shit needs to be done around the house, I'll do it. But exactly to do it every day for yeah. like because I, I I know people who uh you know who their dads are like handymen or or they worked like as uh electricians or you want to full re up. Yeah, thank you. Um, and like their their dads, you know, are like fu- all fucked up, like their bodies. You know what I mean? Because you just put it, you just put yourself through it. I Me, mean, I'm just sitting at a desk all fucking day. You know what I mean? So it's like, Same. me too. Yeah. yeah, you work I IT. Yeah, I do IT. Right, right. Yeah, IT is good shit, man. Yeah, IT IT is good. It's just it's something that uh, it just had me very very curious when I was younger. I, I just I was always interested in how computers work. Yeah. IT is one of those, and I'm sure it like helps with DJing a lot. Oh yeah, yeah it does. Um, now I'm getting into like the uh, cybersecurity stuff. Yeah, I think I saw you post about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been I've been following up on that. I actually got a few certs already, so I'm certified in certain, uh, like uh, cybersecurity. Uh, no, the, the CompTIA Security Plus. I'm certified in that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, pen tester. So if I wanted to like hack and stuff, I can. So, I know they're not the same, but I'm curious of how close. Like being well versed in IT versus being like someone who like studied computer science, are they just two completely different things, or are they kind of cross over a little bit here and there? Um, they they all have something to do with each other mm. in some weird way. Yeah, I just that's something that I'm still trying to like figure out. But um, you know they're very very related. So mm-hmm. even though if if you go to school like for computer science, you're gonna be well rounded in like you know like Active Directory, um, you know how you know servers work things like that mm-hmm. but um it just depends there's, there's so many things you can do in it you can just be like a pc technician you just you know troubleshoot you know hardware issues or you can be like a system administrator where you kind of oversee the whole network mm-hmm. and um you you understand how the entire operating system works 
Yeah. Or you can just be a pen tester and just hack shit for fun. Yeah. Not get yeah. in trouble. Yeah, like I think about um the director of operations at my company. Yeah. And like it's just like you ask him for like a question, he's like, Yep, like and like he's like done, fixed, like here's a new password, just figure it out. And I'm like I'm just like, damn, that's like so cool. You know, it is, and, it or, is. and then I, I have some computer science heads, like coders and, you know, yeah, front end yeah. and back end. And I'm like, damn, like, that's money. But it's like a new, yeah, yeah, yeah. T- yeah. Money. Tons of money. Yeah. yeah, Like six, six, six uh, figures out of uh, college type shit. If you, if you know how to program, like kudos to you. Yeah. yeah. It's like another language. It's another language. Yeah. There's, there's so many, um, like Python's one of like the popular yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you know how to fuck with that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're in good hands. I was trying to get into it. Like one day, and I was like, "Nope, can't do it." Like, just the patience and it's a lot of patience. Like I'm, I'm a pretty fast paced dude, and like, yeah, you're you're really fast paced. I've noticed that. For somebody that looks so like lean, like laid back, you're really fast paced. Yeah, uh, it's it's funny because people have said that where they're like, where I would meet them, and I guess because I don't know, like. They'll be like, yeah, yeah, you're. I when I first met, I thought you were super laid back, super chill, and then yeah. like once I got to know you're like you're all you're off the wall, and yeah, like, yeah. all to be the reverse. They first meet me, they're like, yo, you looked insane, and then as I hung out with you, you're like super chill. Like I don't know, like maybe sometimes I'm tired, I don't know, but like I, 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 I think a lot of DJs are like that. I, yeah, like, yeah. You, know, you get the perception. Like I, I know a lot of DJs. I was oh, that dude was like an asshole, but then when I started talking to him, it's like, oh shit, you're cool, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and one of those people that. was Stams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh shit! Here we go. Stams, Stams is uh, <laughs> here we go. He, I mean, he's he's constantly battling with it. Like he, the first time he was on our show, he was talking about like, hey, I want to get on here and like let people know that like I'm not a bad guy. Like, he kept saying that, you know. And yeah, I, yeah, I think it is something that you know he just constantly deals with. But at the same time, he'll post it, and I'd be, and I'd be like, bro, like this is. This is that shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then you're like, oh no, it's a joke or whatever, and like, so it's, it's tough, you know. You know, it's it's your, your serious social media. You can post whatever you want, um, but you know, perception is such a big thing. Like, I'm one of the guys that like I don't say anything on social media, but I'm a huge asshole. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, no. Uh, so it's just I just do the opposite, and then you know, because I just like to stay out of trouble. Um, you know, just I don't really care to be necessarily like well liked by everybody, but like I just don't want my opportunities to be closed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm kind of in the battle right now with that. It just I want to be liked by everybody, and yeah. then I don't want my opportunities to close. Yeah. But, you know, when you put in a lot of work and, you know, those opportunities are not, you know, there, mm-hmm. and there's, you know, X, Y, and Z reason. Yeah. You kind of just get to that point where you just say, like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to say what I have to say. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, then that's fine. But it's my opinion. Not necessarily speaking on your own personal <laughs> experiences, but... Can you maybe kind of elaborate uh, for people of like what are certain things that could keep whether it be you or any DJ from progressing or getting a certain gig or working with somebody, you know, just so they get an idea of like kind of what the landscape is? Um, You mean like what not to say or do? No, I mean, it can be behavior. It can be like certain people are in certain power, like like whatever the case is that might like because I think when people first get into DJing, they're like, oh, I just got to. Be nice to this person. I'll get where I need to go. But I think, like, I learned that that's not necessarily true. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, so what are some other things that, whether it's stuff that you experience or just know about, that can kind of keep people out from getting where they want to go? I mean, I think just the biggest thing is just being neutral and not, um, nowadays in Boston, it seems like everybody's associated with a certain group. And if you go outside that group, like, you're looked at upon, like, really, like, weird. 
um, if that makes sense. But as long as you stay, uh, and a perfect example of that is uh, Rico. Mm. Uh, Rico Suave, I feel like he's very, very neutral and he's well liked by everybody. Yeah, he is. And um, um, I bet that's, you know, not one of the, you know, uh, the only reason, but one of the reasons why, you know, a lot of, you know, promoters like working with him and club managers and all that stuff. He's just neutral. He doesn't, you know, you don't see him on social media talking shit. Yeah, never. He's a really never. nice guy. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, he has that look like he's an asshole, but he's not. And, like, I've, I've gotten the opportunity to talk to him a few times on a, on a personal level uh, just recently. And you're like, oh, shit, you're actually, like. No, he's you know, a really he's nice a guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a guy, you know, super popular, gets tons of gigs, really yeah. big bookings, has his own spots, does his own bookings. Uh, and, you he's know. He's doing the right thing. He's doing the right thing. Oh, he yeah, he's one yeah. of the people that has approached the business very, very well. Very well. Yeah. Um, but that being said, he had, like what I was going to say is if you put that on paper, he has every reason to be an asshole. Exactly. You know, if, if people, yeah. I'm sure he gets it up all the time for this, this and that, where he could, you know, has leverage and can do whatever he wants, but he chooses not to. Right. I feel that's why hectic is how he is too. Um, hectic. A lot of people say, Oh, he's an asshole. He's an asshole, but he has a reason to me. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I've had personal conversations with him and, He's told me, he's like, you know, I'm like this because I've put so-and-so on and, you know, I don't get anything in return. You know, they talk shit about me or whatever, and then I'm look like the bad guy. But Hectic runs, you know, venue, and he has a say in who gets booked who and where and stuff like that. So when you're in a position like that, I feel like, go ahead, talk your shit. Yeah. Um, you know, when Dope named me as the, their music director, one of the things they said was, you know, get ready to be one of the most hated men in the industry. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I guess they can get in the podcast if they want to talk about it. Like, <laughs> and it, it's, nah, nah, nah. When when I saw that, I was like, about time. You know what I mean? I was like, about a lot time. of people said that. Yeah, it's like about time. Yeah, and, and um, it's it's definitely gonna help you out. And I mean, you're not just like a, a DJ to me. Like, you have like the complete package. So, like, you know what it takes to like rock a club. Mm. So I know that when you start like booking other DJs, you're not yeah. gonna book. You know, a half-ass DJ. You know, yeah. And I was already, and I've, you know, obviously already been having those conversations with people, and I'm just like, yo, like this is the way it is. This is what you know, because my job with Dope now is like, you know, if they look at a bar, what a, what a bar makes, yeah. they're like, okay, last week when you booked this dude, we made this much. This week when you booked this dude, we made that much. Don't ever have us make this much versus that much ever again. You know what I mean? So when they're on my neck like that, now I have to look at it as a business. You know, so. If every time the bar does shit, they're going to look at me and be like, yeah, it's because that DJ that he fucking booked sucked, you know, then if I'm going to be in that kind of position, I can't just be doing favors anymore. You know what I mean? It's true. Um, it's true. Like, I got to look at it as a, I, I might hate you, but fuck, the last time you played, the bar did amazing. And yeah. everyone p- gave me a pat on the back because I made the decision to book you. Okay, fine. I don't like you, but you keep everyone happy. So that yeah, makes me happy. A, you know in, what I mean? So in that aspect, you're being a businessman. Yeah, yeah. And so that's. You know how I uh, plan on approaching things. Obviously, you know things will change, and there's going to be certain people I need to put in the mix or whatever, whatever the case is. But for the most part, you know, people like, you know, it says music director of of dope entertainment on my bio now. Where like, if people go to a dope night and are like, I had a horrible time, like it's going to be reflective of me, and that's the way I feel. So I want to make sure that. Every, like my goal is to make it so that like if anyone has to choose, they're like every time I go to a dope night, it's always a home run that's that's my job you know what i'm saying makes sense yeah so with that being said like you know i gotta pick people strategically if i love you and i don't pick you like it's it's just it's business you know yeah yeah I mean? no no um like yeah. i said i could fucking hate you but goddamn 
you do good work. So gotta have you. Yeah, you're not the first to say that. You know, um, Scrap always tells me. Yeah, when, when he does events, he's like, I'm picking you because of X, Y, and Z, not just because you're my boy. Yeah, and, yeah. And I just had a conversation with him recently about stuff that he wants to put together, and he's like, he's like, oh, I'm done doing favors. Like he's like, he's like <laughs> yeah, I want. He's like, I'm, I'm booking you because of this reason. Yeah, yeah. He's like, so make sure you bring your A game. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, bet. Yeah, people tell me uh, all the time how much they love Scraps episode on uh, when he was here, just because yeah. of he, cause no filter. He's yeah, no filter. Didn't give a fuck, but he's also so fucking smart. Oh, so man. smart. It's it's crazy how smart he is, and sometimes I'm just like, wow, like I really have him as a friend. Yeah, like, yeah. I need to take more advantage of the fact that. He's yeah. so fucking yeah. smart. I just wish he was around. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I was texting him like on my way here. I'm like, yo, I'm about to go see Snacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I remember when he told me he was moving. Like, yeah. I got like really upset because I was like, fuck. Like, because we were just becoming like really cool. Uh, like, we were hanging out a bunch and stuff. And like, it was like within the same year that I like actually met him. He like yeah. fucking moved. And I remember being like, fuck, like, you inspire me so much. And like, I feel like being around you, I, I feel like yeah. better. Yeah. So I, I was sad when he left. That's, that's how I found out about you through him. Because I, I, he was telling me, oh, I'm going to go see I'm gonna go see this kid Snacks. He's killing it. Then I looked on your IG. And um, then he was telling me about you. Because we would hit the gym together like all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, yeah. So we always have conversations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was always bringing you up. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to check out who Snacks is. Yeah, yeah it's been um, a wild ride because like I still am, quote unquote, young. Um, and like, I, How old are you? 26. You're at a perfect time right now. Well, that's why, like, last year I lost my whole 25th year, like, yeah. for DJing. Like, which, like it was about, like, like people are like, oh, like, today, like, now's your time. I'm like, my time was supposed to be last year. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I feel cheated a little about, uh, I feel a little cheated about it, but, uh, you know, but everyone went through it. So, it's like, everyone we're did. all still in the same, yeah. you know what I mean? So, it's all the same, I guess. But you just got to make the best of the opportunities that you're getting now. And um, when you get them, just kill it. Yeah, man. Um, that's why I take like shit so seriously. Like, um, I get pretty annoyed or triggered when I see like DJs who do well and stuff, but they don't take it seriously, yeah, or like yeah. they could be doing more and they just don't. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. So because you know the DJ shit is cool, it's super cool, it's super fun, but it doesn't last forever. It doesn't last forever. No. And people all of a sudden get a huge mouth when their time is up. You know what I mean? And they're yeah. like, oh, like. I deserve this or like I've been here for this long or whatever. And it's like, but yo, if you get complacent and this new dude who's ready to come in hot replaces you, you can't like be mad at that. You know what I mean? Exactly. You have to be able to like, and, that, and that's what I think, that's in the sports. You know what I'm saying? Like there's going to be a point where LeBron James is not LeBron James anymore. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's just being able to understand that and, you know, adapt. Um, I, 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 I we got off track so bad. I asked a question, and then I think Phil came up with the Hennessy and everything. <laughs> um, going back, and, and it just occurred to me, going back to the venue night. Okay. Um, oh, this this past weekend, um, you kind of having to adjust. Like you're pretty much playing for a full cr- a peak hour crowd, but that's yeah. an opening set, right? Yeah. Yeah. How are you approaching that set? I'm, I'm curious. Um. So as as soon as I saw that the room was like packed and everybody was just like the first thing that I did, I just looked up. Mm. And I was like, are people dancing? Are people like, is the vibe which right? Is very important. And yeah. a lot of DJs skip that. Yeah. Like I'm very big on vibes and like energy, yeah. which is why I'm always like higher energy uptown. You know, I've, I'm always like constantly, you know, uh, pushing that. So I looked up and people were dancing. I'm like, all right, I, I need to hit him with a banger. So I put on, so I think the first song was, um, Carol G, um, uh, El Maquinon. 
mm-hmm. and like that's usually like around like 90 bpm mm-hmm. but i said fuck it I, I usually like to bring the bpm up like to just you know keep it fast paced mm-hmm. i brought it up threw it on it was responded well then after that it was easier to go into like either like classics or just new bangers so i you know i think i went from that to like bad money so something that they know so they can get like sing along and just keep it moving yeah yeah and i i didn't play any bachata I didn't play any bachata comes like yo, it's too intense right now. Mm-hmm. It's too high energy. If mm-hmm. I throw a bachata, it'll kill it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. which which I mean everybody likes to dance bachata, but No, that's a good read though. Yeah. And and again, these are these things that can really like ah, like it can it can really make the difference yeah. because if you know you're riding that wave, yeah, and they're with you and they're in your hands, like you can't lose it. Like exactly. you, like you said, would playing bachata ruin it? Eh, but like it would have been the difference between like, oh fuck, like I'm still on this fucking wave. This night is perfect. It's my first time out. Exactly. And it's like well, this DJ is fucking perfect. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Versus being like, oh, like I'm not mad at the bachata, but like I was kind of on this wave. Yeah. It could have been. Of it. Yeah. You know it could have I mean? been a hit or miss. But um, like the minute I thought about it, like something just told me don't play it. Right. So I just kept going with. I think I came up to like Dembo, and like as soon as I went up to Dembo, the girl started singing. Um, I looked up. You see like. You know, three people on the wall grinding. Mm. So I'm like, all right, I got them right where I want them. Mm-hmm. So I just, I kept that high energy, like 100 BPM, went up to Dembo, 120, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, talked on the mic, threw an acapella starter, back to reggaeton until, until the other DJ got there. And were you being careful about like not stepping on their toes or were you just like, yo, this is, this is just a crazy night. Like I just got to do what I do. Um, It's funny because I always took that approach as if you're opening don't step on the other DJ's toes. That's something that I, that's how I was taught. That's how I learned. Um, but I think it was Stamps. He told me, he's like, anytime you open, fuck that. Come in. Oh my God. Yeah. He's like, fuck that. <laughs> like, don't, like, don't let the other DJ. Um, not, it's not anything against the other DJ because, you know, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not problematic like that. But he was like, nah, like, make sure people know, like, who you are. Fuck that. There's plenty of music. So, like, I took that same approach. So, as soon as, as, soon as I saw, like, um, people were like vibing. I threw a quick banger here and there. And I think I threw in like uh, Fiel. What was it that Jay Cortez song with uh, we seen that's popping right now? Mm-hmm. I threw that in. It went wild. He, I don't think he even played it later. Um, I think I threw Plan B, uh, Guataúba. Mm-hmm. Always a banger. Always. Um, but he played it later. So I was just like, fuck it. Like I'm having a good time. Like people are having a good time. Like th- I felt like that night was a new chapter for mm. for me. You know. Dope. So yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, the opener thing, like there's a, in my opinion, there's a way to kill it and uh, let everyone know who you are without stepping on the DJ. So yeah, I don't yeah. think, I don't think one comes with the other. You know what I mean? I personally, I can have an insane set without touching music from the last two years. Mm-hmm. Like I know I can. Yeah. So, and that's the way I kind of look at it. Like the closer, you know, is going to take care of everything that's new. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, you can play the new stuff that's like, like B level. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where it's like people know it and it's popular now, but like it's not like the fucking record. You yeah, know it's not I mean? like the like the twelve o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Like so that that's how I typically approach it. Is just yeah. don't play like the big primetime record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. uh, yeah, it's interesting. Like, cause uh, cause you know, even in your intro and you and you mentioned yourself like like uptown Latin. Yeah. Like like people don't understand that there's diff- even different kinds of way to to spin a Latin night. Yeah. How would you kind of describe this? Like, what is uptown? Latin DJ um, And Uptown Like Uptown to me Is a lot of Like um, A lot of Dembo A lot of reggaeton Latin trap And the ability to Play hip hop To play like a, a quick dance all set 
and it's just I guess you can call it hood. Um, to me, that's that's what I consider uptown because I, I played in New York before, and that's exactly how they play. Mm-hmm. Um, they they keep it amongst those genres, and if they want to throw in a quick bachata, boom, mambo like heavy, some like one fifty like mambo. Um, they throw that in, but then like right back to like the hood stuff. So that's what I consider like uptown Latin. Mm-hmm. And so the opposite of that, the opposite of that is um, like bachata, merengue, like your one twenty five, one thirty merengue, like the classicos and stuff. Um, salsa, um, cumbia. Mm-hmm. That to me is like I call it tropical Latin. Mm. Yeah, so that's like kind of like soft, I guess. That is, it's funny. I have been trying to figure out what the name of the opposite is, and yeah. tropical Latin's a perfect way to yeah, put it. Yeah, to me, it's tropical. It's like it's mainstream stuff. Like it's not no like if you play reggaeton, it's not gonna be no vulgar like you know bad bunny stuff like really explicit. Um, it's just soft like salsa, soft reggaeton like ninety BPM. And like you know your typical bachata, merengue. That to me is tropical. Mm-hmm. And like a perfect night for that would be like Vincent's on Fridays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like. But usually like night. older crowd. Yeah, it's like, a, it's an older crowd. Yeah, yeah. But you know when you go to another club and you're not DJing, you pay attention to the music mm-hmm. all, all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's it's real real Latin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know as people who may not go to Latin nights really understand if they're not Latino or whatever the yeah. or whatever the case is, you know, have it. that's why I wanted to have you explain that distinction. Yeah. Um because I feel like, you know, people who don't again understand the lie the Latin world, let's say, if they just go to a Latin night, they're gonna think it's every Latin night's the same. Exactly. When, when it can it, be very, very different. It, and it's and it's very different. And I and it's helped me t- sometimes, but sometimes like it's prevented me from getting from getting gigs. Cause they're like, oh no, like the you're too uptown. Yeah, you're too like hood. You're too this, and I'm like, so okay. it's similar to like the English market where it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you, you have too like hood of a crowd. Like, I'm I try and teeter, like to yeah. not and like there there are some weeks where I'm like, oh fuck, like you know, I could be doing too many hood events this month where like the other people are like, oh, but I, nice I, too hood. I I love it. I like I, I love the energy that those type of nights produce. Yeah, like there's nothing to me like I've. I've um that's why I'm very big on like venue in the in the back room because mm-hmm. once it's high intensity like just a straight like reggaeton dembow as a DJ like you feel the crowd yeah, like, yeah, literally yeah. on your hands yeah and it's like you can't really get that if you're playing merengue or you know bachata or whatever like you know you can only dance a couple songs of merengue before you get tired like okay what the fuck like you know I want to grind and the and the like the way the crowd looks is so different like so like different. like like the girls are different like I remember. Uh, yeah, like obviously most of the, I think most of the Latin nights here are like uptown vibes. Most of them, um, I would say venue, uh, the Latin room, depending on who's there. Um, Icon now they're they're promoting it as ritmo as like yeah. a Latin night. Um, but the times that I've been there, and I'm gonna this is gonna be the first time I say this, it was it wasn't like Latin. Um, it was they 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 tried to go more uptown, so which is which is fine. Like if if that works, that's fine. But I think uh, if I was going out as just like you know a regular, you know person going out, and I'm expecting you know merengue, bachata, salsa, whatever, but then all night I hear reggaeton and like some house and whatever, I'm just like, okay, well, when's the salsa coming on? You know, so like I, I feel like a lot of a lot of promoters tend to like false advertise. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, because you've played ritmo before, right? Um, no, I haven't. I haven't. Oh, you haven't? No, no, I was supposed to um, last year. And, and then COVID and, happened. And then COVID happened. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I swear I saw your name on a yeah, on a my, board, but that's probably what it was. No, my my last gig before COVID hit, I did a venue in the main room, which was dope. It was my first time, and 
that was like I felt like that was like the stepping stone because they were like, oh, you know, we you're ready, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. So and like not a lot of people know that I started playing hip hop. Like I started playing in top forty, like house music. Yeah. So I mean, like the Latin scene just kind of fell into my laps and it became him into my lap and it became my bread and butter. Yeah. So I'm trying to understand you because so you're saying that at least how Ritmo was before Coke because we're about to, you know, I mean, by the time this episode drops, it would have just happened. But yeah, at recording, we're about to have the first. I'm so sorry. I'm burping so much. I usually don't burp this much. Um, <laughs> the first Ritmo night back. Oh, uh, this Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying that they would advertise as a Latin night, but it wasn't a Latin night because. So the, the first couple of nights I went and, um, um, you know, I, I, I am part of of the group i, I do yeah, help, yeah. yeah I, I do help out um uh victor um, yep. he's the one that does like uh venue on saturdays mm-hmm. and um their big thing was we want to bring back latin to boston right, right you know like dancing and stuff which is like true which, which is, is like true something which is that's true. been missing yeah yeah something that's been missing but the nights I'm, I'm just speaking on on my experiences the nights that i was there it was just a lot of you know reggaeton a lot of you know um of you know dembo a lot of house music and it didn't really feel like a Latin night. So if you were to compare that and then you go to Vincent's where it's a real Latin night, you know, it's it's two different it's two different ballparks. Where did did they talk about uh wanting to make it like a Vincent's or um, like was that still ambiguous? Like is that just your perspective or is that my, like yeah, it's it's more on my perspective because the way that they were they were uh, promoting it, it was you know, we want people to dance. We you know, we want people to dance merengue, bachata, whatever. Um, but the nights that I was there and I made sure I was there in the crowd and everything, it was just, it just, it felt like, it felt like, like a venue on Saturdays. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so did, did the crowd, did you think the crowd wasn't fucking with that or was the crowd still into it? It's just, um, it, it was just different what you thought it was going to be. Yeah, exactly. So like if I was going out just like, uh, you know, expecting more salsa, expecting more, bachata, I would have been like, I, you know, I kind of, I would have been a little bit bummed out, you know, but the crowd was still fucking with it, but then there were some people that that like knew me and stuff, and they would come up to me and be like, "Yo, like, what the fuck? Like, you know, what's going on with DJ and stuff?" You know, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just here. You know, I'm just here partying with you guys too. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily just me. You know, just talking shit. It's just people would, would tell me. Mm-hmm. You know. Huh. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I, I still fuck with the whole concept. I still fuck with, um, you know, with with, with everything that's going on. It's just. Um, I, I tried to vocalize that too as well Like oh like you know Are you going to play this or are you going to play that Because even though cause, Because I'm helping out with like the group and stuff like that And like the promo um, You know I feel like I should have a say Like mm-hmm. if you're going to promote it this way Then make sure you at least try to incorporate that You know with, with the DJs You know mm-hmm. like in, in what they play Because mm-hmm. you know I'm sure you've been there Where you got promoters texting you like Oh you know less hip hop you know more this more that You know I've been there so it's like You got to Tell them the same shit. Yeah, and but, but the thing is that that's hard is, um, you know, because obviously there's so many different genres in Latin music, right? Yeah, it's like it's like imagine someone promoting an American night. Like, what does that mean? It's tough. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if it's like to your point, someone who you know, let's just pretend we're in some other fucking country. I don't know, we're in fucking Sweden or something, and there's these fucking promoters, these American promoters that moved to Sweden. And a bunch of DJs, whatever, that fuck with that shit. And they're like, okay, we're going to have an American night. And me and you happen to be in Sweden. We hear about this American night. How, like, how can you possibly cover 
you see, do you see what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. like how, like how did, how did the DJs approach it? You know, do you just play hip hop? Do you play rock? Yeah. That's super American. Do you play the fucking pop? Like, pop, yeah. so I think that's almost the same thing when you just say a Latinite. What does that mean? Obviously, we, we know the the low hanging fruit. Like, we know that there's certain bachata you have to play, or the, the, you know. Yeah. But you have to understand that, especially when because they usually play like three DJs at a time, three to four DJs at a time in one night. So if everyone's going to approach it a different way, the consistency of the night might be off. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, which which which, ten, which tends to be the case because not everybody can play together. Right. Like, you know, like if you have back-to-back sets with somebody, mm-hmm. you have to have the, the, the uh, chemistry there. Yes. And, and sometimes you have, you know, DJs that have a big ego and they want to step on the other DJ, you know. But that's that's just me. If, if I'm going to go to a night, like, for example, when I do Garage on Fridays, mm. which is another, like, you know, light at night because the promoter, he's strict on, you know, make sure you play salsa, make sure you play merengue, bachata, and um, don't go to, like, hood on the reggaeton and then bow. You know, you I, I tend to follow that format. So if I if I was to play in Ritmo and they're telling me, you know, we want to make this into a Latin, like, I'm going to follow that format. Mm. I'm not going to go out of that just because, you know, because I feel like it. Nah, like, you were hired to do something, do it the right way. Mm. It's, it's like it's like playing playing the Latin room venue. You're playing Latin. If you get the okay on it, then you can drop a hip-hop or whatever. And and even at that, I, I make sure, like, I, I look at the promoter, like, yo, can I drop a quick hip-hop set? All right, cool. If he says no, all right. I have a question because, for those who don't know, I don't get booked at Latin nights, so I don't fucking know. When you're playing a Latin night and you want to put in a, a, a hip-hop set, is there, like, certain hip-hop songs that you know always hit in Latin crowds? Or do you just do your thing? Um, Like, you play was hot. Like, uh, this past weekend, Jera, he played, um, he played, like, Mask Off. He played uh, Whoopty. Um, he played, like, Lil Baby and stuff. So, like, what okay. was popping at the time? When when I was doing it a year ago, you know, I, I, I like to go back to the classics. Um, like, Work Remix, um, you know, some 2 chains, like, the birthday song, whatever. Like, something that I know is going to get the crowd, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. going bananas. And then before Takashi and all that stuff, I used to play his shit. And that would just cups in the air towels and you know mm-hmm. napkins and everything so i knew that worked so like to me it's like if that works then i'll stick to it and then i'll adjust as you know new music comes out mm-hmm. and like new bangers pretty much mm. so it's just i mean it's to me i consider that very uptown yeah yeah, yeah. very so, like new york style yeah, yeah, very, yeah. like very new york style mm-hmm. which is is a dope style so that's why when people ask me like oh but aren't you a latin dj I'm an urban Latin DJ, mm-hmm. you know, but I, but yeah, if, you, yeah. if you were to throw me in the mix and, and then, um, like for a hip hop night, I can, I can hang too, you know, mm-hmm. that's why I do elixirs on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually going to be at elixir for the first time on Friday. I that think, I think we're talking about. Yeah. That, that should be dope. Yeah. yeah. It'd be cool. I mean, it's very hood. So it's, it's, it's very like hood. Yeah. So, but it is, I like it cause it's like, it's, it's that feeling of being at venue in the back room and you can kind of just go whatever go direction wherever. you want. You know, you don't have somebody, you know, telling you what not to play and, you know, this, that, and the third. You just, just do your thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I mean, I have the the early set. I have the opening set. So, you know, I, I won't be able to get too crazy. But, you know, I'm excited, I'm excited to just have the opportunity to be there. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's even though it's your first time, as long as you kill that open and say, I don't see why you, you shouldn't be back there. Yeah, yeah, I would think. I mean, I mean I've done it everywhere else. You know what I mean? So. That, and that's why I I tend to separate like I, I like to call them like the the um, heavy header like DJs mm. you know 
like I know like who brings what to the table and um you know that's why that whole like who's like the top boss in DJ like it's hard to say like mm-hmm. um who's the best but it depends on cuz you know I'm sure that you've heard DJs that I've never heard before yeah and you might have them in your top 5 yeah and the same with me so it's more yeah. based on our opinion and also if we're speaking now it's who's killing it right now mm-hmm. you know? yeah no absolutely and that's the thing is um you know, there there are so many different pockets in the DJ world. Yeah. Like um like one of my favorite DJs is, is Real P, who's been on this yeah, show. He's on, he's but on. I, I don't like I think most people in the club world now have never heard him. Mm. Because he like he he'll admit it, he's like, I don't really like playing clubs anymore. I did that. I'm older now. Like he's way more selective with his with, with what gigs he does. Yeah. Um and to me I'm like, that's what makes you so good. Is like yeah. you know what I mean? Like the fact that like like um we mentioned it on his episode in 2019 and he's the only dj i know that's ever done this he's played at every major museum in boston Shit. he's played at, like the uh the gardner museum the museum of science the children's museum the ica and the museum of fine arts all in one year like you that's see what dope. i'm saying that's dope like like it's shit like that where i'm like i think he's the only dj who can say that that's pretty so dope. to me, I'm like when I look at that, I'm like he has to be my in my top five. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm I've never heard him, so I mean, and and, and I trust your judgment, so you know I'm not gonna like. Yeah, I mean, that. but but again, like I think if you were to throw him in a in an uptown Latin night, he'll. I mean, it's gonna be out of his comfort zone. Yeah. So I think he could probably still do. It. He could probably still do it. Yeah. Who exactly. knows? Um, but you know, it's all perception. It's like if you live in that world. Yeah, you're gonna like like I asked Laura last week or two weeks ago, and she named all like Latin, Latin DJs because like that's who she's around. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and that's one of the reasons why like before I started talking to you, I started to like like instantly like I gained like respect for you because I think we were doing the Bajo Mundo party mm-hmm. and um, Chris ended up hitting me up. Uh, Chris, 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 Chris. Uh, Chris. What was his name on Instagram? I think uh, Little Chris or like Little Chris. Oh, Chris! Hey, Chris. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I love Chris. So he had hit me up for like a uh, Latin night, and he was like, "Yo, smack, uh, uh, snacks recommended you." And I was like, "Yo, like I." You oh know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was yeah, like, "Yo, yeah. like he could have taken." And the I never, gig. I didn't know you yet. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, "Yo, he could have taken the gig," but right away he was like, mm-hmm. "I remember you told me you were like, oh, like that's not what I do." So I recommended you. So I was like, "Yo, you know what? Like, yeah, that's solid." Yeah. Like not real recognized real. Yeah, like not a lot of DJs do that. I forgot about that. That's yeah. so true. Yeah, he asked me. He wants to do a lot, and, and like he knows, like like I'm a DJ. And the thing is, I can like yeah yeah. I've I'm not gonna get into it, but no no because you like, told me you were like yeah. It was you were like I know I can. It's just you people know, just don't. Yeah. I just don't do them. You just don't do them. Yeah, and yeah. it's like and it's it's a, it's okay because we all have our our bread and butter. Yeah, yeah like yeah. you might be a fucking nasty ass hip hop DJ. Yeah, I'm not. And that's okay. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, a thousand percent. Yeah. But yeah, he was like, you know, I know you can do it. And, and um, you know, he's my homie and like, you know, he wants to put me on whatever. And yeah, I was just like, yo, like, if you really want to, because he was like, I need to hit a home run with this, like whatever. Yeah. And I was like, if you want to hit a home, like, then get an actual, a guy who really does it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why, yeah, recommended you. Yeah, exactly. And I, didn't, and I didn't even really know you. Yeah. And from like that day, I was like, yo. Snack has like <laughs> my respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man. Yeah. Like again, like if I if I rec- like again, especially now with being music director, like I was hitting up people that, like um, so we have our first. So we're we're doing a side room. So so we're doing drip again. Mm-hmm. But, An icon, right? But but gold room is the gold room is still being renovated. 
Oh wow! So we can't be there right now. Like no, no one can. Like if I don't know if you know, there's no nothing going on in Golden. Yeah, right I seen now. I seen promo for um for Icon on Friday. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. have so temporarily in the meantime doing side room, which is whatever. It's not a bad room. It's not like no, if, it's a good room. If you can fill it, if if you can like book the tables, yeah. Like when it's packed, it looks dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Um, but so our thing was like obviously we have you know. Hitmo going on the other side, so we got to make shit something that's completely different, right? Yeah. So hip hop is, you know, and and as of right now, in the I mean, in the weird ass state of nightlife that Boston is currently in, there's no, there's no true uh, hip hop night on Friday right now. Okay. Um, so the way you know we were thinking about, it, I was like, yo, let's make the coolest fucking hip hop night in the city. You know what I mean? So that was my approach with it. Um, and so the first night we come in, we have Papa Don. Papa Don, yeah. you know what I mean? Who's OG? Be as tour DJ as yeah, pretty much as on jamming is yeah. like as hip hop as we can get. You know what I'm saying? And he's someone that like I'm not boys with him. We're cool. We've DJed on the same build together. Uh, I used to fucking open with it for him way yeah. back when. I still don't even think he knows my name. Like you know <laughs> what I mean? But I hit him up and I'm like, yo, like I could have picked myself. Yeah, I could have picked, picked fucking stamps. Like, but I was like, I think for this first night, I think he's. I think he would be perfect, you know, to set the tone of like, okay, this is going to be the hip hop room that offsets the Latin room. Yeah. So, because like when the two rooms are too similar, it's just people kind of going back and forth from the two. That and was then, the problem. And, last no, year. and not either room is not really full. So let's let the Latinos do their thing. They're yeah. going to pop in the hip hop and be like, oh no, two hip hop, and then come back, whatever. Same thing. Let the hip hop people come here and they'll go into the, oh shit, two Latino. Let's stay here and then make it two things. You know what I mean? And it's cool. And then you have the, obviously the people that can fuck with both. You know what I mean? But there's no reason to have two rooms just to cannibalize each other. Yeah, that you know was the mean? problem last year. They, I don't know who was doing the hip-hop room, but they started playing, like, Latin. And, like, we, yeah. told, we told the promoters, like, yo, like, tell they them can't to do chill. That. They can't yeah, do yeah. that. Like, chill. Oh, I, I should have had Phil get us more ice. Sorry. Damn. You need to re-up? You need Phil? Yeah. Does it go good with the blue shit, too? I have no idea. I typically don't chase it. I just go straight, honey. <sighs> yeah, I'm not on that time, bro. Get, Should we get more ice? If you want. No more ice? All right, real quick. Let me get ice. Let's get to the spicy stuff. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we're back. We got ice. Going for another re-up here. You want ice, right? So you're just going to drink it straight? No, I'll drink it with Gatorade. It's, it's, it's hitting kind of light. I, it, it was good with the red. I'm actually pretty surprised. I, I, I wasn't gonna bring a chase up on like damn, I don't know. Well we have um there's like I forgot what the fuck we have back. We have random miscellaneous shit back there, so I'm sure. I, mean, I, I pictured you as a savage, I'm like he probably just drinks it straight up. Nah, <laughs> no, like I like I you know, I'll do shots, like yeah. whatever, like but drinking shit on ice, like I'm kinda like, yo, like like I I really like co- like I like like girly cocktails. Like okay. super sweet, like a big margarita guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this looks terrible. So now we're moving on. Oh, you're just drinking. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh my god! So now we're moving on to the blue Gatorade. Will it taste good? We will see. And then we also got in trouble. Bro. Yeah, we also got water too. But um, fuck. What were you just talking about? Uh, we were talking about. Um, I have no idea. Fuck. Um. Oh, uh, the side room at Icon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
And I, you know, yeah, yeah, separate so, them into pretty Yeah, much. exactly. So, like, I, I remember there were a couple of times where I was playing main room. I yeah. kind of, I think you would be playing, like, side room. Yeah. And I remember, like, you know, this is when, like, Tebote is still really big. And, yeah, I, and yeah. I would say on the mic, I'd be like, I know the next room is loud, but fuck it. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Like, I'm just like, I need to play this one. Like, um, but yeah, it's true. Like, it's, it's tough to, you know, that is the thing about having the two rooms is, like, you're technically supposed to just, like, keep them separate. Yeah. It, it it should be dope this week though. I know there's there's a few tables um already going. Yeah. So it should be pretty dope. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm actually gonna head out there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna head out there. It sucks party. that I'm gonna be missing it because I will be at Elixir. Um, nah, uh, Elixir. Trust me, Elixir's a whole vibe. <laughs> yeah, Elixir's yeah. a whole vibe, and now with no restrictions and like hookah, y'all forget about it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's probably gonna be retarded. It's gonna be um, retarded. So, but at the same time, it's like I want to make sure. I don't know. I get so like. Yo, don't don't I, sleep like, on uh, yo don't sleep on Alexa Alexa. I've I've, just, yo, I've never been. Yo, the I've girls the girls that go there like they're a one like a one, like Boston's finest, North Shore's <laughs> finest. No, they come from all over. Like New England's finest. Yeah, like New England's finest. Like it's just like top <sighs> top notch like top notch girls and like now with no restrictions like the vibes are gonna be like a one. I'm gonna text it's, you. I'm gonna text you along there and be like, "Yo, you're especially right. <laughs> especially when 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 like Cisco's there. Um, when I was yeah, there, he, he'll be it'll be me, him, and Don Styles. Yeah, Don Styles is nasty. Don Styles is nasty. We're we're like from like the same hood. Yeah, like we used to go to the same gym and shit. Don Styles is a problem. I'll tell you that straight up. I've I've, yeah. I've only heard him play once. I I did elixir with him once, and um, he he it was it was crazy, and like I never heard him before, so I'm just like, wow, like. You're pretty good, bro. Like yeah, keep, yeah. you know, keep keep doing. Yeah, I'm excited. Thing. I mean, it's a it's a sick lineup. Um, yeah. But but like, I'm the I'm the newbie that no one's heard of over there. You know, because yeah. I don't play in the North Shore like, yeah. ever. Um, so you know, I'm excited. It would be cool. But like, yeah, I'll, I'll be chilling, just like hear everyone else how they do it, and just see how it looks. You guys, down, yeah, it's, I guess. it's it's very hood. It's like it's very hood, and, but it, it's dope because you can go anywhere you want. You want to play reggaeton? You want to play dembosa, hip hop set? You know, Afro beats, whatever. Um, when I was there with Stams, he went all over the place. Stams is a maniac. <laughs> yeah. Stams is a maniac. Yeah, he is. He's a he's someone that like you think he reached the peak, yeah. and then he'll pull something else out, and you're like, God damn! Like, like he, there was a point where he like he gave me goosebumps. Like just his, you know, his whole presence. I, I like to pay attention to. Like, so his, he's a guy who commands the presence. Yeah, like, like yeah. he's he uh, like he's the like I remember one time. This is back when I was opening for him. Uh, you know, I do my opening. He's like, okay, you know, like, I'm going to get on. I'm like, cool, 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 whatever. And he drops the dun, 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 Like, he drops that to start his set. Wow. And I'm and I'm just like, that's what I mean. Like, it's very cocky. It's very, like, in your face. Yeah. And he's saying all this shit in the mic. But he commanded everyone's attention, you know. And, 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 and he comes off with the confidence where you're like, okay, I'm here, and, I, and I'm clearly his big time. Even if he wasn't, you know, you just have to, if you don't know, you just look at that, and you're like, he's big that's, time. That's literally all it takes. It's yeah. just how you command that booth. Mm-hmm. And um, I never, like, you know, I never met him before, so, you know, people were always in my ear, like, ah, oh, Stam's this, Stam's that. <laughs> and, like, yeah, yeah. and, like, um, I, I remember I used to I used to have a, a once-a-month uh, residency in Providence at a, at a hookah spot, and one of the DJs there he was like, oh, you know Stans? I'm like, I know of him, but yeah, I don't yeah. like know him personally. But oh, yeah, that dude's cocky, and he says he's Boston best DJ. But I never ran with that like judgment. I was like, nah, I I, I don't do that. I'm not that type of person. Yeah. Until I met him, and I was like, yo, like, it's like the total opposite. And now like he um 
he he like texts me and stuff. Like he hit me up when I posted like the jam and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, we had like you know a personal conversation. And everything. I was like, yo, like totally opposite. It goes to show, don't don't judge people. Like you know, he, if you don't know, well, well, yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, he's 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 a big example of like, there's the DJ persona and then there's the person. Because because yeah. Jeremy and Snacks are two very different things. I tell people that all the time. Like it's like a it's like a, a switch. Like, yeah, I it's. Know. I mean, it's it's. You're not the same. You're you're not Harvey Romero when you go to work. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I cover my tattoos, the interviews. I take out my earrings. Like. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it's the same I'm, I'm thing. I'm fully tired, so you know, just yeah. I wear long sleeves. I try to be as, as, as professional as possible. You code switch. Yeah, you, yeah, you, exactly. You, you, Perfect word. Like, yeah, code switch. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Yeah, DJing is our job, and so if we need to be marketable or likable, whatever, like, you know, like uh, I was telling people, like I, I, the the chain I wear when I DJ, I don't just wear, like. I only put it on when I DJ. Oh, really? It's like a bigger chain. It's like a big lock. Like it's crazy. yeah, see, yeah, that's weird. Like, yeah, I've seen and, you. and it's and on my close friend's story. Like over the week, like on Sunday, I was like, "You guys know what time it is when I have this oh, on." Shit. Like I haven't worn this in a year. Yeah, like it was like a, you know, <laughs> you ever seen that uh, that meme of like Joe Biden getting the medal, like the Medal of Honor or whatever, and it's him yeah. like mad serious, and, they're put, <laughs> and like Barack's putting them. Like that's what it is like. Like when I put that shit on. Oh shit! Because I'm like activated. You know what I mean? And like I used to wear like mad rings, mm-hmm. like. And like you know, I'll just be that was just the the swag, you know what I mean. And, and there's certain clothes I wear that only would like snacks would wear, but Jeremy wouldn't, you know what I mean. And that's what's uh, up, though. At least you got that packed down. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's it's just the way it is. Like, like, like I'm I Jeremy is just in sweats, running shoes and t-shirts. But like snacks is like wearing designer shoes and yeah. designer backpack and like you know what I mean. Like non non club days, I'm usually in like gym attire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you know some people are always on all the time, and some people are like the quintessential. Uh, like when you think of a DJ, like a club DJ, they're like they're st- like someone who's like that in my eyes is um, Kodo King. Like yeah. I look at him and I'm like, you're one thousand percent a DJ. <laughs> like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna mention another one from New York, um, Pereira. That's that's somebody I follow a lot, and he's like. All the time, like doing sold out parties and just but always flashy, they always, always flashy, a, yeah, yeah, like you know, earrings, yeah. like yeah, Gucci, yeah. you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, yo, that's it's a lot of work, yeah. And like, and you know, there was a there was a time where like being flashy, like, was kind of the way I was going, but then I kind of like, um, I you know, COVID just taught me a lot. Like, when COVID t- took everything away, I was like, I have all these, all this shit for nothing to not wear it, you know, like it was one of those things for me. Um, but yeah, I tell people all the time, like, you know, what's like Jeremy. that too is, um, Alex El Menor. He's <laughs> yeah. very, very high fashion. And I'm always like, yeah, I'm always busting his balls about him. Like, damn, yo, you're, you're like a walking thousand dollar bill. Yeah. And like, but thing is like, if, if that's what gets him comfortable in that mode yeah. or like, if that's the perception he wants to give off, like, and it works, right? Like people see him and they're like, oh, like he's always on point. Like he, yeah, he is. You know he is. I mean? And I always tell him, he's, he's always, yeah, always on point. Um, to me, if you yeah. have it, if you have it, flaunt it. You know what I'm saying? If you have it, like, go ahead. Yeah. Like, like, I drive a BMW, but I don't, I don't like post it on social media. Like yeah. That. I mean, it, it, people use it as like a, I get booked so much, I can afford this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, to flex, like whatever. Um, but I started hanging around people like Real P, people yeah. like uh, I don't know if you know like Hypotones, I, I, uh, I've heard big, of big tunes. Like these are all dudes that like are very not flashy. 
Yeah. But they're all are fucking insane. Yeah. I, DJing. I got a chance to, to open for Big Tunes and Papa Don in the main room at uh, Cure when I was working with uh, Mitch. Yeah, I remember that. I yeah, remember that. I and, remember that. And, like, I remember I was opening, and Big Tunes was there early. He was there early, and he came on, and he's like, he started doing some crazy shit. He started grabbing acapellas, instrumentals. I was like, yo, like, what is wrong with you, Yeah, bro? so Big Tunes is, uh, you know, very talented DJ. Yeah, very, very talented. And, um, but he'll pull up in a, in a, in a Hanes YT and sweats. Yeah. And like, like being flashy is not his vibe. Yeah. But he just, but he just lets like the hands do the talking. You yeah. Know he's mean? one of, he's one of my favorite DJs. Um, I've heard him a few times. Um, but like you said, he's not really like out there like that, but he, I think he'll, he's, I mean, he's, chop his, heads it, off. yeah, yeah. So his, he's, he's popular in his personality mm-hmm. because he's such a well-liked good. Well-liked yeah. dude. He's a funny ass dude. Yeah. Um, whatever, whatever. Like, so real humble, but yeah. So, and so because of that, he doesn't, he doesn't need to do the whole flashy this, flashy that. You know what I mean? And, and same with real P. Like you know, he's an OG. He has a family. Like yeah. he doesn't. That's not his vibe either. He lets the music do the talking. Exactly. And so yeah. like, there's different things. Like me, as I'm as I develop and get older, like I'm in. You know, I I just like to look presentable at all times. Like you know, whatever. It helps. But, but I don't think like I'm the most fashion forward dude. Like I like to be more comfortable than anything. Um, like uh, no, I, I seen I seen a video of you on Sunday. Wait, I think you were rocking like some type of jacket. Was I was wearing, I was wearing a was it like a red jacket? It was like an, it was an orange like overshirt. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, so on Sunday, so granted, like Sunday was something like you know it was it was Hava first night like whatever. It looked insane. So dude, it was fucking it was it was surreal. Like I there was multiple <laughs> I, times I was like I feel like I'm dreaming. I seen all the females in the booth too. Nah, <laughs> that was that, no, 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 no. okay. Before if you look, I posted pictures today. It, I, it was mostly all dudes in the booth because that's how I roll. I'm not even gonna like. I am not a stuff the booth with girls type type DJ at all because you know I, I take it so seriously that like and they usually just distract me yeah. like constantly trying to get requests and like trying to like dance on me and I'm like no 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 no, no. like I need to kill like I take it so seriously so I usually just have dudes in the booth but then when you have mad dudes in the booth they're all trying to get girls because they're not the ones DJing yeah so then they so throw they in so you. they so they get mad girls and I turn around and I'm like yo what the fuck and then snap 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 pictures are going crazy and it looks like I'm the <laughs> one who brings all the girls in and that's not the case and I've gotten in so much trouble in the past for that and I just want to get on air right now it's never me it's never you it's never well, me to me it's always me <laughs> It's cool. I mean, no, and there's DJs who are like that, yeah. and they love that they'll be on the like you know, girls come here, like whatever. I've said some wild shit on the mic before that has attracted girls. They just come up right after. Yeah, I mean, I I do say shit like like uh you know, if there's like a like if I get my strip club set, you know what I mean, and yeah. it's just like crazy like Megan the Stallion two chain shit. Like I'll be like yo like. Girl with the biggest ass Make some noise Like whatever And then you just hear You know you just hear The crowd start to Like I'll say shit like that yeah. But like And try and entice people And just get people in it You know like Let them have fun Let them let loose yeah, um, But I, you know I think when I was like I think it was I was at Cure And I was pretty lit And I think um, I was I said something like Oh if your kitty doesn't smell Like make some noise And like the whole Place went the crazy The whole place went crazy <laughs> And like to this day Like security guards over there And like promoters They're like Yo we know you Cause yeah. of that and I was like, yo, I don't, I don't know what happened that night. Going back to Stams, Stams, Stams. <laughs> so, Stams. so Alice Stams. Yeah, so that's you know that's my guy, and um, and I'm cool with with his girl. Shout out Allison, and I love Allison for many reasons. Shout out Allison again. But one of the things that she's 
that she's great about it. She just she she gets it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've been at gigs with whether it's me and Stamps together or we're, I just pull up on him and she's there and I'm so I'm chilling with her. Oh shit, what's up, girl? And he's saying crazy shit like that. Yeah. Like, and she and I look at her. And I'm just like, oh shit. Like, because I've had girls who you know we talked about this. Like, yeah. they'll be like, yo. Mm-mm, when he gets out of that I'm gonna fucking beat no, his I'll ass You know what I'm saying Throw my shoe at him so. And yeah, <laughs> yeah And I look at her And I'm like <gasps> And she's like Yeah she, She's like laughing She's like yeah like And, whatever. Yeah. and, I, and I'm like That doesn't bother you She's like No it's just the persona yeah. And I'm like Wow Yeah he was saying Some wild shit at Elixir and, yeah. I, and like And for a quick second I looked over I was like She's like laughing Yeah And, and she's having was, a great time Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, Oh shit I'm but, but it's because She understands that He's doing that Because it entices the crowd And it gets the girls involved. And cause you know At the end of the day like D- DJs have div- like the progression of the DJ has become to the point where we're showmen, we're performers. Yeah. It's not just about the music; it's about the marketing, it's about the MCing, the persona. Like, so if part of the th- if, if what helps makes your set that much better is saying things to elevate the crowd and get them with you, so yeah. they're in the palm of your hands. You're a performer now. You're a performer, yo, and and that's why that's when you start getting big events because people are willing to spend that money. To go to your shit because they know that they're gonna have an experience. It's, it's just not. It's just not DJing anymore. Like it's you, not. you gotta, and that's the conversation that we were having. Is just. Yep. It's just you know you can be a great talented technical DJ, mm-hmm. but if you're missing you know like the marketing side, you know they're obviously you have another DJ that does both. They're gonna book you. That's percent. hundred percent. You're a great hitter, but you're just a DH, right? Yeah. You can't field. You can't run exactly, but I have a Mike Trout. Exactly, we can do everything. We can do everything. Five to a player. Yeah, I'm gonna get him and pay him. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it, it took me a while to to understand that, and it's, it was one of the things that made me very frustrated because I was always like, "Why is this? Why is this DJ getting booked and I'm not?" Like I know because I, I spent a lot of time, um, you know, working on my mixing, working on my transitioning, and I felt like I perfected that. So then to mm-hmm. get to the point where it no longer matters is like, okay, what the fuck. You know, I mean, I don't. I, I I can never sit as someone who is such a big mixer and transition type DJ. Like, I definitely don't think it doesn't matter because when when I hear people talk about me or my DJing, the first thing they talk about is my transitions. Yeah. Um. But you know, but I I think as far as promoters go, they don't they don't necessarily care about that. So like, um, you have to nowadays, yeah, because promoters can't tell a good DJ from a bad DJ. Yeah. Anymore. So you have to get yourself to a point where. Promoters like you enough to put you in those spaces where people can appreciate your mixing and transitions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so again, having the best of both worlds will get you there. Exactly. You know, because um, then the promoter might love you and think you're super sick, and you might like, you know, have tons of girls that follow you and whatever. But if every time you get booked, the fucking place is dead, or like, like the like the vibe is dead, like no one's moving and having a good time. So the bar, you know, yeah, you get the good bookings, but everyone thinks you suck. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. to me, I'd rather just have both, get respect from everybody. Yeah, and and that's that's my biggest thing now is I just want to earn the respect. Yeah, because I've I feel like I put in the work. I've opened up for many DJs. I've you know done free gigs and everything like that. So at this point, uh, at this stage of of my DJ career, if a promoter cannot see that, then you're not somebody I want to work with, mm. and I'm not going to beg you for a booking. You know, like all, yeah. all, all the bookings that I get, I'm, I might not be booked. Like heavily, like I would love to be, but I feel like I get quality bookings. Mm. You know, I've done. All, I think you do too. I felt I've done all the like the top spots in Boston. I've done yep. you know Providence. I agree. New York. Um, I just did Columbia recently, so something's working. You know. Mm-hmm. No, I I completely agree. 
um and you know and like the first time i've um remember i, I asked you to uh to open up for you like what nowadays with the whole like ego thing you know you don't really to me it's like you don't see that no more like for another year to be like yo i'm gonna open up for you like i i love opening up because you you set the tone for the next dj and to me i take that as an opportunity to showcase your talent to the promoter so that's why i, I take those gigs i'm like yo, i'm gonna open up cool so yeah. you know, I, I make sure the promoter's there like yo hear me out this is what i bring to the table and like the, the bookings follow after that sometimes you got to take like a little l here yes to gain a bigger w yes in, in the long run absolutely know? no that's great advice what are some places that you know you want to play or that you feel like you should be playing that you might not have had a chance to or a chance to go back um my my dream spot in Boston is Royale on a Friday. Um, I, I I love house music. Um, I started like learning how to mix with house music, so that's like a big spot to me that I would love to play at. Um, I would love to play you know more open format nights, um, like Bijou. Um, kind of, you know, I want to diversify myself, not just you know do Latin gigs because there's not many Latin spots in Boston, and everybody's competing for a spot. So I don't want to re- just rely on on two spots. You know, I want to be right. able to go DJ in New York if I wanted to or Providence or, you know, Florida, for example. Like, I, I, I want to get out of Boston. Mm-hmm. And that's been on my mind heavily. It's like, and I, I've been talking to friends that I have in, in Florida. They're like, you need to get out of Boston. There's, like, nothing in Boston. There's, like, the, the market's very slow. Like, people, like, don't have um, – I, I was talking to one of my boys, uh, DJ Nova. He works for Spotify now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was telling and he's me, in Miami, right? Yeah, and he and he left, and it's like his life completely changed. Don Styles lives in Florida, yeah, and Don Styles is killing it right now. He's in all like any hot spot you can think of in Florida. He's there. So he, and and my and uh, Nova told me he's like you need to leave Boston. The market's slow, so that's that's where I'm at now. I wanna I'm gonna be able to just branch out of Boston, you know, because my 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 dream like of of being a DJ was being able to play everywhere. Not just in Boston. Yeah. Yeah, that was something I was really thinking about too, um, especially before COVID, like, um, you know, moving around a little bit more. Um, And yeah, because, you know, like I think I hit, I'm I'm very close to the ceiling here. Like I'm playing at every spot I'm supposed to be and you know what I mean? And like I'm only 26, like I can't just be playing at these same spots for the next 10 years. You know what I mean? Um, So... So like you ask yourself, all right, what else is What's there? Next? Yeah. What's next? Yeah. And and um that's something that always stuck to me when uh I did venue one night and Nova was in the main room and uh, we were talking the next day after and he told me the same thing. He's like, Damn, like I've always dreamed about playing in venue in the main room, but now that I did it, it's like there has to be more. Mm-hmm. Like what's next? Mm-hmm. And like right after that he he left to uh to uh, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like we, we want more. Like this like Venue cannot just be it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can't just be the yeah the the, the ultimate goal. You need another drink, Philly. You're eyeing it. Go ahead. Go ahead. You want some? Go ahead. Go, go, go Where's your cup at? Come on, Phil. Get your ass back over here. <laughs> Shout out, Phil, our producer, as always. Um. I mean, you know, we we're, were talking about earlier getting a little spicy and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's spicy anymore, man. You don't know what's spicy? I mean. Because, you know, we've obviously we've had so many best DJ discussions. You know, I, th- I think now what's 
You're talking about like the promoters a little bit or how they're approaching. I mean, I think you talking about Rimo was kind of spicy just in terms of, um, you know, because it's something that's fully existing. You know, you know I mean? I've, I've had promoters literally say that I suck just because I'm working with another promoter. And like, that's, that's something that, I know, yo, it's, it's something. And, and, um, it's cause there was a time where I was working with Mitch. Um, yeah, I was working at Mitch and, uh, he had me in the back room. As the Latin guy, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I was doing, I was doing the Latin. It was like you and El Menor, pretty much. Yeah, right? me and El Menor. Um, that's where I, I um, went to one of your. I, I fuck. This is Halloween, not Halloween night, but like Halloween week or fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. went to. Okay, I remember. Yeah, that. I remember bro, that. I was lit. That was lit. So was much fun. Packed. It was lit. I don't know why I was off that night, but I was off that night. And I remember me that and night. my homies, like. That shit was lit. That shit it was, was lit. lit. You killed that shit. You killed that shit. Was that, shit. that shit was hot. It was lit. Sorry. No, I, I know. I remember that night. I think I like. It was like ten thirty, and people were already like swarming in. It was. I, it was. Yeah, the yeah. back room was popping. I didn't yeah. even go to the. Because again, like when 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 I have an off night, like I don't want to hear the same shit that I play. Yeah. So like I was like, nah, I want to go to the lion room and like yeah, dance on somebody's daughter and shit. You know what, <laughs> I, mean? You know what I mean? Like, uh, see, like that's that's the mentality that I have is like when you go out, what do you want to do as a guy? Is you want to go pick up girls. Yes, you want to dance a bachata here and there, get a little, you know, um, you know, close, but you also want to dance a perreo, a nembo, hell yeah, and like bro. keep it like that. You want to grind, like to me, I'm all about like those like house party vibes. Yeah, yeah, a thousand percent, yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm a big uh, women's first DJ. Yeah, yeah. I play with the ladies one first. Like, yeah. I'll get like moans and groans from the guys, and I'm like, bro, if I play fucking young doll for you, like locker room music, yeah. Y'all be trapping out to the side, but then all the girls are dead. Yeah, fuck y'all. That was. You know it, it's mean? funny you say that because that that was like one of the like the first very like key points that I got from another DJ that he told me he's like always remember play for the girls always always and always, like it always, works always. it works and and like anyone that goes to like a lot of my gigs like can attest like obviously I'm gonna play hot shit I'm gonna play yeah. like you know but the majority of my set is like whether it's older stuff whether it's like you know. Like I like to like pick out shit that like, uh, like B side stuff or okay. like shit that like most DJs won't play, but it's one of those holy fucking shit. Like, cause I know girls listen to it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I think that's why I think that's half the reason I've gone so far is just cause like when I'm on like the bar does amazing, girls always calm like, and it's not because of me. They don't want me. They just like the vibe I have. You exactly. Know what I'm saying, and I think it goes a long way. And like, you know, I've had I've had gigs where it's like. The Celtics come and they want all locker room music. You know what okay. I mean? And I'll do it because obviously it's them. But like, I'll look around and I'll see all the girls that are like at their table. All the fucking white girls at their table are just like because they don't know it. This is locker room music. This is shit that gets you amped up for a game. Yeah, you like, know what I mean? like that that hood stuff. Hood like, hood ass shit. Hood is that's shit, like, like you can't dope. dance to. It's it's lit. No, it's like dope. I like it. Like I this that's what I listen to in the gym in my car. But I tell people all the time. Just because shit bumps in your car doesn't mean it's going to bump in the club and yeah. vice versa. Just because it bumps in the club doesn't mean it's going to bump in your car. Yeah. The example I use all the time. I think if you ever listen to Mo Bamba just on your own, you're a fucking psycho. <laughs> like, yeah. like you listen to Mo Bamba on some big speakers at a party and it's fucking amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? Same exact concept. Like, I don't I don't necessarily like, find, I'm trying to think of a funny example. I love Dua Lipa. Okay. Yeah. Like, no, very nasty. pop disco. Like, yeah. love her vibe. Like, yeah. I think she's so dope. Like, that song um, with with Jay Balvin, Bad Bunny's fire. Yeah, like she she's doing really really dope stuff, yeah. and like I listen to her in um, <laughs> feels back for it, honey. I listen to her on my like on, when I'm working, like catch a vibe, like windows down in the summer. But I, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to be playing all of her records at the yeah. club because there's a few records she has that I could do it or some remixes, 
But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you want more or whatever. We did it with the blue Gatorade. It's not as good as the red, but it's it's still fine. Still hits. Philly in the building. Getting activated on a Tuesday. Jesus Christ. Yeah, get in the camera, baby. We are. This this episode is available on YouTube as well. If you want to look at my terrible outfit and look at Harvey. As well as look at Phil against some Hennessy. Um, so let's get to the spicy stuff. I know you want to ask. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't even know what's what. I don't know. You, you be fucking bottle girls, bro. Like, what's up? Uh, <laughs> nah, this this past weekend. Oh, um, <laughs> no! This past weekend there was um. I so I invited some girls out mm-hmm. and um, she she brought her friends or whatever. And there was this one particular girl that yo she was like I would turn. She was in the corner just dancing with like six different dudes. So she's mm. there, like you know, she's there grinding, you know, getting her her back like semi blowed out. <laughs> <laughs> so like all, all I see is just her pulling out her phone and like dudes like backing it, whatever. I ended up giving them a ride home. Uh, so like she obviously bags me. Uh, I'm, like, I'm like, yo, you can either go home and like start hitting dudes up, or you can just bag me. Like, hey, you know. when you put it like that, <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, it's just fuck. There's a there's like a word like you just you simplify for them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, there's, I mean, there's. I guess I don't know. There's, there's so so much shit has happened, um, like while DJing, like you know, I've been at, in in booths where dudes are getting you know good stuff back there, <laughs> and I'm just I'm just looking over. I'm like, yeah, oh shit, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, oh damn, that's really what's happening right now. It's funny, know. like you saying, um. The girl who's like with mad different guys, and it's not to say that you know when you're a girl and you're single and you're going out, like yeah, yeah. please have fun. Like yeah. if dudes are trying to get on you, like you know, have, and, like, and, and like that's what she was doing. She was like, ah, yeah. oh, like I just got cheated on. Da, da, da. I'm like, ah, oh, yo, do you think? Yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. Do yeah. You think? But, but I have seen girls where, like, you know, whether it's just some dude they were talking to, like they were with somebody, like kind of like a week or two ago, and then they now like not only are they. Like, cause, like I said, there's nothing wrong about like, oh, a guy comes up to you, probably talks to you, and you talk yeah, to them, yeah. and they buy you a drink, and you're kind of, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But like, this girl's like, um, you know, like, um, you know, when like they pick you up, and like really like doing the like real pereo shit. Oh like, yeah, the, yeah, like, yeah. The dance hall shit. Oh, oh yeah. Like that, she's that, like, like, she, like yeah, shit. like she's like the one that like everyone's looking at because it's so much. Mm-hmm. All night with like fifty different guys. Because she cause wasn't, now, yeah, like she wasn't like the like I call it like the like the Mewtwo looking girls. Like, oh. you, know, you, you know Mewtwo the Pokemon. Yeah. They're very like slim and then they have a big <laughs> ass waist. Yeah, like Mewtwo. No, it had nothing really to do with how she looked. It was just like it was one of those things that guys realized that she was like just down for whatever. Yeah. So now dudes were like lining yes, up yes. to like get a piece. Yeah, exactly. And I could like note it because every time I look over, I hear you know the. Yeah, or like yeah. phones out I look over and it's her Fucking get her shit rocked By some other dude Yeah And you know Again Have fun Do whatever you do I just took advantage do. I was like alright cool Here's my number No well for I, I was just like wow Like you know Hey she's having fun Yeah You know what I mean that's, But but it's one of those things Where I'm like wow I was like, just vibing I was like alright cool <laughs> There you go Like here's my number And then boom That's it mm-hmm. uh, But there's, there's been some wild Wild things happening man it's just, I mean obviously uh, The club's a wild place And, and for, if, for me personally I see a lot like I, for me, it's yeah. like I just see a lot, like or I'll see like you know I I have I have a Thursday through Sunday type weekend, and I'll see guys and girls both both like I'll see one guy or one girl who was like I like, you know I saw them on Thursday and Saturday, and both nights they like, are fully on with like another person, 
You know what I'm saying? Happens. And then I'll see them like a month later. Now they're like full, like, and again, it's cool. You're young, do what you want. But, but it's just like, damn, like, it's just so, like stuff I notice where I'm like, I've seen married men bring yeah. their side piece. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That I, happens I had, all um, the time. Um, I was, I think I did Cure one time with another DJ and I knew he was married. And he brought his side piece. I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, yo, you got balls. Balls, you yeah. Got balls the club is up. Yo, like, uh, do you know why? Because like pictures, pictures, like, flying bro, everywhere. flying everywhere. Videos, people. You're in, you're in the background of someone that you don't even know. Story. I, I had to hit up. I remember one time I hit up Jeff. Uh, shout oh, out to Jeff. Oh my god, shout out Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I, I hit him up. I was like, yo, keep these leaders. Oh, <laughs> was, you got was, caught up. Yeah, I was literally in the back dancing with some girl, and I was like, yo, I need you to delete that. At that time, I was I was in a relationship, but um, I was just kind of like, yo, it's it's hard, it's hard to like to say no to a girl and like she's feeling you and she's like, yo, let's go dance. You know what I'm saying? That you sh- might not that have sh- that shit don't happen to me. Bro. I mean, I mean, you might not have no malicious intent, but just the fact that like, all right, it's a, it's a friendly dance, whatever. But somebody else, if you're dealing with a toxica, that's different. Yeah, a toxica will, will probably you, you know, know me, man. Yeah, I love those toxicas, bro. Yeah, I love them too, bro. Like, cause I'd rather a toxica than like a chapeadora, though. Yes, yes, yes. And for those who aren't Latino, toxica toxica just means toxic, toxic, like yeah. female, like the female version of toxic. Yeah, and it's just like you know they'll beat your ass when you get home. <laughs> You know, they'll yell at you in front of company. I love that shit. You know, I'm a pretend like I hate it because it is annoying. It's annoying. But at the end of the day, I'm like, damn, like you love me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what yeah. it is. Because I'm like, if you didn't love me, you wouldn't act like this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Chapiadora is like, like gold digger pretty much. Kind of. Yeah. And there's a lot, a lot of them out there. Yeah. A lot. You, of you can there. usually tell yeah. a chapiadora like when they're just by looking at them. Usually. Chapiadoras are more height maintenance. Yeah. Like, and like they only want big ballers, yeah, they need to be dealers. at a table, yeah. like drug dealers, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. I'd rather a toxic than a chapiadora. True, but, and, and it's not even really my vibe. Like, like we're 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 talking about this in the DMs. Um, you know, it goes down in the DMs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, girls that I usually like end up like being coming more tired are usually like, more low key. Like everyone thinks that because I'm a DJ, I need someone who's like crazy in the clubs too. Yeah, but it's the opposite because. If my relationship was like out in the open and in the clubs all the time, then like my whole life would be the clubs. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas like, okay, I work in the clubs, but then I can go back home to my toxic at home. You know what I'm saying? They get ready to get that ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like oh, you're, why were you out so late? Boom, hit me. And then it's like, okay, let's get breakfast. Yeah. That, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that happened to me this this weekend. I got home at like four. I mean, I'm not with anybody, but it was still, it was still those vibes. She was like, she was like, "Oh, I know what time the clubs close, um, and it's four o'clock." I'm like, "Yo, like I was, I went to get some food or something, you know?" Oh my god! Yeah, but, but it was hot. It was hot though. It was hot because she's like, she like, "Yo, is she, this is this baby moms?" Or? Yeah, 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 baby yeah, moms. Yeah, yeah. you know moms. what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, I it bees I, like that. Yeah, I went to go crash at her spot, and um, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so she was like, "Oh, I know what time the clubs close." You know they close. They open at they close at two, and it was like I ended up going there like four. Yeah, yeah. So a lot you can I, do in yeah, two hours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, she was ready on like she gave me those like that that's there. I was like, yo, that's kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though I didn't it's say bad, it in man. my head, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, what you bought it? You bought it? Like, give me a fucking left hook or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you better put, better put me in a in a chokehold. Yeah, oh, I right, bet. I'll just stay there. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What are you? Um, uh, Guatemalan Salvadorian. Have we had this conversation before? Uh, one time. Um, when I first met you, 
You told me you were Guatemalan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm half. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, but I'm I'm half Guatemalan, half Salvadorian. Is um, your last name like your real last name Romero? Yeah. My 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 real name is Harvin. Harvin, yeah, yeah, I know uh, that. Harvin, Harvin like, Romero. That's yeah. a good fucking name, bro. Ha- Harvey, no Harvin. Yeah, Harvin. Yeah, yeah. 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 But still, but, like Harvin Romero, like um, like how to explain this? Like you know, how, like there's some people like their names like they're like meant to be famous because yeah. their name is that way. Yeah, like like I don't have a famous like my name is not meant to be famous. Like I'm just not, supposed to be some dad or something. But nice. Harvin Harvin Romero is, snacks is dope. No, but that's my stage name. My real yeah. name though. Oh, Jeremy. Jeremy Guevara is not a sound like a professor. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's not domestic, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. which is cool, but like, uh, fuck, who was I talking about this with? Um, yeah, well, like when Laura, when Laura was here, like, she was talking about how she wanted to be a, a DJ or whatever. And I was like, what is your DJ name? She's like, oh, like, Laura isn't something I can make a thing. And I'm like, that's, ex- I made something that's com- has nothing to do with my name, you know? So, for that same reason, um, Harvey Romero is a fire name. So yeah, that's I, what I mean. Like, like, dudes who can just make good stage names by just their name, it's just fire. I, I, I used to use, and, Scrap gave it to me, uh, DJ Arrow. He just cut how, my name. How do you use? He he, he cut oh, my name e- like really e- short, e- like R-O. E-R-O. And then after that, I think I kept using it for a while. But um, one of my boys, um, he was really big into like the house movement back in the day when mm-hmm. like EDM was at his prime. Yeah, he was like, "Yo, why don't you just use your real name?" He was like, "Just right, that's like the Romero. big thing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I was like, "Shit, like Nicki Romero." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's that was one of the guys that I would follow a lot was um was Nicki Romero. So I just stuck with. You it's know, a good name. I mean, yeah, I, if if I if you still went with like some stage name and I found out your real name, I would hit you. I'd be like, bro, how do you not use this name? Yeah, Harvey Romero is an awesome name. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, and then, and like people tell me now they're like, yo, snacks is fire, and I'm like, but it wasn't always like that. Nah, but you have it on lock with like the marketing and like. But that's what, but that's what requires name. like I. That's like what it takes yeah. to make it cool. Like that's what I mean. It wasn't always cool. Like that whole pizza shit. Like yeah. I remember I see his stories and like yo, I got pizza. The, in the pizza, building. the pizza party. Yeah, yeah. 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 And like, so we're waiting. We're just waiting to like because obviously pe- like people to bring up pizza to you. I was like, that's freaking dope. Yeah, yeah. So we would do like if you had a table at where I was playing, your table would come with a box of pizza. And so again, it's just that okay. With snacks comes people who want to get a table just to get the pizza. Like it all just like it's just all business. That's pretty dope. You know what I mean? So uh, I forgot who gave me this advice. Ugh. Someone gave me advice. They're like, you have to make it so booking you is a no brainer. Yeah. Like, you know, if it's for my music ability, cool. If it's for my marketing ability, cool. If they're both, even better. Like, it just the way I approach it is I have to make it so you have to you have to like hate yourself. For trying to skip out on booking booking me, because it makes no sense why you wouldn't. That's how I approach it. Is, is that why you're you're like constantly uploading content on, on Instagram? Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> so as it stands right now, right? Like, you know, if I have my podcast following, that's one thing. Yeah. And like, we can make a thing around the podcast. We can have like, but I know the DJ sponsor it or whatever the fuck it is. Like, if we get bigger, whatever. That's one thing, right? And then. If it's the pizza thing, cool. Mm-hmm. The market the marketability. I also have a cheat code of a run crew right behind me. Yeah, uh, like, pioneers. Right? Yeah, we we've done nights where I'm like, hey, like I remember we used to do nights where it was like, you know, whether we're celebrating something in like our anniversary or we have like a daytime race and like everyone wants to party after. I'm like, hey, I'm coming with 85 runners tonight. Oh, okay, like damn, like when I book snacks, like he he comes. With, this is what he comes with. Like you know what I mean. You have to just put yourself in a position where it's not like I, I'm in the run crew for that, but it's just something I come with. Like, you know, they're text, like they text me all the time. They're like, now this shit's open. Like, like tell us the night that we should all come. And I'll literally be, I'll be coming with a hundred people. Shit. 
No question. Like with day one, when I was doing my own parties, half the room was pioneers because they just wanted to support me. So I knew it was going to be a sellout night every time anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's just like these little things that like, again, you have to make yourself or put yourself in a position where promoters just have to look at him and be like, I have to book him. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, and he's really good. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Let's just make him rest. That's what fucking Edo did. Lock me, lock me down. Like yeah. he fucking put a ring on it. Yeah, that's. I feel like you that's I mean? that's and you know a lot of people have told me is like that one thing that's missing for me is just putting myself on that in that like marketing phase because because yeah. I because I know I'm a good DJ. I know yeah. I can, I know I can hang with the best. Yeah, and I've proven that. You know, it's just there's that little missing part for like myself to like take off. Yeah, and you like know? and but thing is like. At the same time, like I've had people be like, "Oh, you're only good because of your marketing." I know uh, people say that about Cisco too. Um, Cisco, Cisco, believe it or not, like I, I feel like Cisco is like, and nobody has, from what I've heard, nobody has said it. Cisco to me is untouchable. Yeah, like, 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 when but he, he's to, an like, example of you might hate him, you yeah. might not want to book him, but you have to book him. Yeah, like he's one. Like that's so he's a perfect example of what I just explained. Mm-hmm. He's a perfect example because. You might be like, oh, like, and I don't think he's a bad DJ. I'm just saying, for example, this isn't what I feel. You might be like, oh, he fucking sucks, but fuck, he comes with this and this and that. When you I was I mean? when I was younger, when I was younger, I had like you know a couple of like you know bumping you know bumps in the road with him, but like recently, you know, we like you know spoke about it as men, whatever, and uh, you know we we patched everything up, but like I, I got to see like the business side of DJing and like the industry and also like the DJing part of it, right? And he has both on lock, right? So even when he retires. You're still, still gonna, gonna hear good. Cisco because of his uh, true. his uh, like clothing line, like his, his night that he runs. Like to me, like him having Team Body Rock is amazing. He's like he has someone, he has people that like work yeah, for him. Yeah, if 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 there's any upcoming DJ like asking for advice, is follow what Cisco's doing. Like yeah. build build your own shit. Yeah, no, yeah, literally what I was explaining is him. Yeah, um, and he does. Yeah, like like I said, like. You might be like, oh, he doesn't fit the night that we want, but fuck, if you want to sold that night, he he's not a bad person to consider no, booking. No, you know no, what I mean? No, no, not at all. And 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 he's been in discussions for a few things that like I'm I'm, I'm working on as well for that. Not necessarily just for that reason, just because his name is that big. It because, is because he can attract like you know that yeah that much. He people. he has it on fucking lot. He's he's in my top five just for that reason. Exactly. So, so to me, like if you were gonna ask me that question, I would have said Cisco, my top one DJ, just just for that reason. To yeah. me, to me, I told him one time, like, "Yo, you're you're like the Mayweather of DJs." You know, a lot of a, a lot of people, a lot of people hate on Mayweather, why? Because oh, he runs, no, 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 he just he does things how they're supposed to be done, so he can create that like longevity. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and he, he's nasty on the mic. I, I don't know if you ever heard him play. Yeah, we we played together once, once, maybe twice. Um. And yeah, no, he's he's great. Like like yeah. pe- I, people would be like, oh, his DJ is not that great, but like I thought it was fine. I think he's better than a lot of other DJs I've heard. You know, he can like nowadays, like nowadays, if you have a good mic presence and you have good sound selection, you're fine. You don't have to be like cutting like left. No, and no, right yeah, yeah, no, that, especially you know? on the club side. Like nah. what what I, what I put my money on him on a battle, probably not. No, nah. what I put my money on him for a sold out club gig, yeah, yeah, a lot. Fuck yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, if, and, and if, if, and if I wanted to pack a club, I would book this all day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and and that's what I mean. Like you have to make it. You have to put yourself in a position where people have to fucking book you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I've had promoters who like I know don't like, like like I do a lot of African nights. I'm not African. 
Can I do I do fine in them? I do fine. I'm not African, so I'll like I'm sure an African DJ would always be able to do better than I can. Exactly. But I come with a lot more than that. There's a lot of African DJs around here, but they don't come with shit. They look like shit. Their Instagram looks like shit. Yeah. They have nothing. They have no crowd. But yeah, they can shell mark. They can shell African music. Great. I can shell enough African music, and I come with X, Y, and Z. So as a businessman, you look at that and you're like, "Fuck, okay." The one non-African person in this entire room is actually the guy who's playing all the African music. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. and and that's what I pride myself in. Like, I have to make I, I make people have feel like they have to book me. You know what I mean? And that's how you should approach things. If if it means getting involved in more things, then that's what it takes. If it means getting out of your comfort zone, that's what it takes. If it means evolving, that's what it takes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Part of this podcast was about that. I've I've, I've people have found me. Or or other DJs have found me through this podcast and now support me, or now want to come see me. Oh, I heard you talk so much about all this DJing. You do now. I want to see you, and they come out and see me. You know what I mean? Like find different ways to do it. If it, you know, a lot of people do it from producing their own music. Yeah, right. You might be a better producer than you are a DJ, but if you get this crazy following as a producer, now you're that much more valuable as a DJ. Yeah, I st- I just started to dip into like the the, uh, the producing side. I actually have one official song out. Uh, it's like a progressive house song. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah. a few months ago, right? Yeah, so I actually worked with that uh, with a with a producer from California. So Word, that was pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. pretty dope. I, I'm big on like the progressive house. Um, so that was like my first like big, like one of my goals. I was like, I, will, I always want to produce like a song. So I I helped out in that. And that was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. And just being able to DJ in Colombia, it was like a whole different like vibe, whole different mm-hmm. um, just treatment. It, it, it felt good to actually get treated like how you're supposed to be treated instead of feeling like, oh, like this person's hating on me, this person's hating on me. And that's what Boston is, unfortunately. Yeah. But you do, I mean, you do have a, a nice uh, jamming look right now. How did that come about? And how's that experience been for you? Oh, it's been dope, man. It's been dope. Um, a lot of people that I didn't think fuck with me, like, started, like, giving me, like, you know, the congrats messages, like, text messages and all that. And, like, yo, like, you made it. But I'm like, yo, I haven't made it yet. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes, like, you forget how far you've come until you actually realize, like, exactly, like, what you're doing. And I know, like, a lot of DJs would kill to be on jamming, even though they talk, you know, enormous amount of shit about it. If Pop Talk hits you up and you're like, yo, snacks, you want to be on jamming? You're going to say, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I've gotten the opportunity twice already. So to me, it's like, I, I don't take that. Like, um, you know, I'm very grateful for it. And uh, how did you approach the set with that, uh, you know, being so grateful? Um, I took it very, very serious. Like I was, um, I had, I was working with, um, Big O, uh, mm-hmm. shout out to Big O. Um, he was helping me out with like that. He was my MC. So there's a, there's a formula for the radio, obviously. Um, you know, you can't just go in playing whatever you want. They have like a structure. They have, you know, what they want you to play in what order. Um, after that, you know, you're pretty much on your own as far as like what you want to mix into it. But they have a, a structure of, um, I guess like big time songs. They want you to include your set. Um, so I, I approached it. I spent like a whole day on it. I had to um, re-record a few times just because I wanted to come out perfect. Um, so I took it very, very serious. I was like nervous. I was sweating. I was asking hundreds of questions, but just to make sure that, you know, like that pop dog sees that, you know, I take it very serious. So he can consider me for future sure. for future shows or, you know, if, you know, if there's a spot open or something like that, you know, I would take it in a heartbeat, you know. Because it's all about, you know, like like going to the next level in, in your DJ career. Yeah. You know, it's not, you know, as much as I love the club, you know, I would love to be able to do like, you know, like concerts and stuff and go out of state and DJ everywhere. 
Like that that to me is the ultimate goal. Like don't get so closed down in your city that you forget that there's another city right next to you that you can go kill it. Mm. At, you know? Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, I mean I think that obviously that getting that radio co sign is big and yeah. you know you put yourself on such a big platform. Yeah. Um have you gotten like feedback from the set that you most recently had over the weekend? Um yeah. I mean I've I've gotten a few text messages today that I'm I had a good set, even though I felt like it was re- really, really like radio friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that's how it's supposed to be. You mm-hmm. know, and not not many DJs understand that. That like just because you're gonna be in the radio doesn't mean play whatever you want. They're gonna give you like a, a spreadsheet of what to play. And like in what order And then after that It's like Alright mix in whatever song you want Or anything like that But everything is You know um, You know Stop it at a certain amount of time You know For like the talk breaks And things like that So It's just not Get up there and mix And that's it Like you actually have to do your homework And you actually have to Pay attention to every single little detail What were some of the songs on that list? Um, Like Peaches Like Justin Bieber That's something that I probably Don't Will ever play but now it's like, oh shit! It's a, it's a, it's a nice like top forty song. So if I do a top forty night or open format night, I can play it. Uh, Pop smoke, you know, what you know about love. That's something that I typically don't play. But now that I know of it, and I can, and I know like what it sounds like, I can like you know incorporate that into my set. Like like this Thursday, I'm doing a uh, Nara in a uh, in uh, Providence. Uh, Is so, that with Trackstar or? Uh, yeah, he's an open for me. He's an open for me, and then I'm, he's someone that I was talking to like right before COVID, and like he was like, "Yeah, come through." Like, you yeah, know, and and I need to follow up with him. <laughs> yeah, I actually, um, when I saw that you guys were gonna be there, actually, I reached out to him, and I and I told him about you. I was like, "Yo, like Snacks is a good dude. Like, you know, you're in good hands." You know, because any, anytime any Boston DJ goes out there, he always talks to me like, "Yo, what do you think about him? What do you think about him?" So like, as as yeah, soon as I, I saw you post, yeah, yeah, as soon as you yeah, saw, he was we were supposed to trade. I was yeah. gonna give him tunnel, and he was gonna okay, give me Nara. Yeah. No, nah, he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Um, Nara, he has it has two floors, so it has yeah, like, yeah, the first floor is like yeah. the lounge, second floor it feels more like house party vibe because it used to be an apartment. That's crazy. Yeah, it used That's to be fire. an apartment, but they turned it into like a little like you know dancing spot, whatever, which is dope. I, I've they used to do Latin nights there. Now it's more open format, but it's a dope spot, and it's right on Federal Hill, so like the whole like block is just packed. So it's, it's perfect, perfect spot. Yeah, I'm gonna hit him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, he he actually just sent me his um, he's uh, singing now and like, doing oh really? It. Yeah, so he sent me a couple of his tracks, which are pretty good. Word, know. word. Yeah. yeah, shout out Trackstar. I'm gonna hit him up. If you see me in Rhode, Rhode Island, you know what time it is. Yeah, yeah, Trackstar. <laughs> yo, Trackstar is nice. He he he's nice. He's um he has a good mic presence, and I'm um his song selection is dope as well. Word, so, word. Yeah, just there, there's so many talented DJs out there that are just I feel like they're not getting the opportunity like they deserve. I mean, he runs a whole club pretty much. Yeah. And one of the more popular ones. Yeah. So, I mean, it depends how you look at it. You know what I mean? Like, some people want to go all over the place. Some, some people, people just want to rock one of the best spots and just kind of yeah. want to do the bookings there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, that's why I'm curious of how, you know, me doing bookings for Dope is going to be. Um, right now, shit's a little bit different from what we expected it to be just because of, um, you know, staffing and everything like that. Um, if you're listening to this, please work for a fucking club so we can fully open. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. It's, cra- just ridiculous. Yo, it's yeah. crazy. I, I thought a lot of a lot of more people would be like rushing to get back to work. But They're like, all uh, collecting unemployment, yeah, man. Yeah, but all, all I've seen is just like, oh, we don't have enough staff. We don't have enough staff. And it's like I, you know, to an extent, I get it because they don't want to come back and straight into you know because COVID's still out there. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. even if mm-hmm. you're vaccinated, even if you're vaccinated, you know, you can still get it. 
You know what I'm yep. saying? But are you going to allow it to, you know, control the rest of your life? No, you shouldn't. Yeah. It's just tough because, like, everyone's expecting, like, oh, like, all oh, the clubs are going to be open. It's going to be fucking things. It's like, no, like, how do you expect to staff six clubs in just a couple of weeks? Exactly. Staff and train, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, if you're listening to this, please go work for a club. <laughs> so we can just do what we need to do. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, once once we do get... Ah! Sorry. Once we do get to the point where we can fully, fully do everything, like, you know, it's going to be interesting being kind of that side of things where, like... Because people already were hitting me up. Oh, like, let me... And I'm like, dude, like, you never spoke to me. And now you're like, hey, man, like, this, this... I mean, I, I think you're in a perfect position because you're... They, obviously, you're a DJ. Yeah. So you're able to, to like, I guess, pick the right taste when it comes to the night. Yeah, yeah. So we were, you know, we were. And if you want to go out of your comfort zone, you can be like, all right, cool. I'm going to mix in whatever, like a guy like Papa Don with somebody like, you know, whatever, in Menor or something like that, Mm -hmm. that does primary Latin nights. Yeah. Yeah. For me, the way I'm approaching right now, I'm like, who's someone that, like, yeah, like I would have beside me. You know what I mean? If it's someone that I would just squash, I'd be like, you're probably not ready, you know? I can probably call the first night already. It's probably going to be you and Stamps. For? For, like, the first night that like you start, like, booking guys. Well, no, so Papa Don's the first one. Oh, Papa Don's the first so one. So that was my pick. Oh, he was your pick. That's what I mean. Like, so when, okay. I, when I look at it, a night, when I look, I'm like, okay, we're trying to have a hip-hop night that offsets the Latin night. Yeah, I could have picked Stamps. Been, Stamps is actually doing the week after, I think. Okay. Um, but, again, you know, I look, like, I'm not just going to be some dude who's just going to put on my friends. Yeah, like, yeah. Like and I, and I had conversations with like a lot of my friends. I'm like, yo, like this is how it is. If I think you need t- more time, that's my decision, and that's why I'm in this position. You know, don't get mad at me. Get mad at yourself. Yeah, yeah. You and and I mean? I'm actually glad that you're saying that because that was one of the situations that like I personally was going through. That other people that were friends with like the promoters, they were getting the bookings, and like I was the one like you know putting in the work. And I'm like, yo, like. Yeah. What's going on? Like, yeah. Is, is I mean, like, I mean, like preference thing or something. Yeah. Before know? dope, I've never been part of a team. Yeah. I've never been part of a clique or a collect or whatever the fuck they call yeah. it. I've never. Yeah. I was. I was put into like two, three, five. Yeah. Like I never even got I mean? that call. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so. But 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 you would expect that if you're a part of a group, that you would get like at least like a once a month like residency, you know things like that. But I was always like, nah, mm. this person's gonna get it, and it's like, yo, like nothing against him, but. Haven't you seen the work that I've been putting in? Right. You know what I mean? But that's why, like, that's why I just never believed in, in like, joining or really even understanding what they were because I was like, why would I rely on somebody? Yeah. Like, for me, I was like, I'm just going to work with as many people as I could. And fortunately, I've, I've been, I was, you know, I work with, like, six, seven different promoting groups. Um, and, uh, and, you know, obviously now being part of Dope, like, um, now I'm able to, like, kind of take that experience and, like, Put that into work, you know what I mean, and um, it, it puts leverage on your side too. As far as as far as like you know, you being able, if you wanted to do like a trade, with somebody, yeah, else, yeah. You know? I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, because because I obviously I'm gonna reserve a night, yeah, one night a month for myself. Like, obviously, exactly. And I want to do I, mean, I want to do for shit for my own team. In that position like, would you know? Yeah, I, I want to show for my team too. Like, yeah, and, yeah. and let people know like this is what dope. Like, I'm dope's DJ. So like, when you're coming, like you know what I mean. Like, I gotta do that, but. If for whatever reason, if it's like, yeah, if I hit up tracks, I'll be like, yo, take my night and I'll take yours. We can do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that shit that I think I'm going to do later, because right now my primary um, priority is to make sure 
we come out swinging and we set the tone for what, what kind of nights dope we're going to have. You know what I mean? That's, that's my main priority. And so if I look at, you know, I want to have a good hip hop night. I think I, you know, I sat down and thought about it and I was like, I, th- I think Papa Don would be amazing. I could have put myself like, you know, like I said, Stamps is doing like the week after some shit. He, he'll be fine. I got Stamps. Yeah, you know, that I got him. Stamps um, is probably saying to us like, what the fuck? <laughs> nah, he's like playing venue this week and he's fine. Um, but I, uh, I, I had told him, I was like, yo, you're my top three. He's like, what? Top three? He's like, you said that <laughs> top three. I'm like, come on, Stan. You know I can't. I can't put you number one. Because I mean, no, yeah, it's everyone's opinion. But you know, yeah, it's everybody's opinion. I mean, everybody, but yeah, like I looked at it and I was like, you know, I think when I think of really good hip hop DJ, Papa Don's one of the guys that come up to me. Yeah, that come up. Him or like or like big tunes. He's yeah, doing. Yeah. He's doing. He's doing the. F- he's doing the first Friday of July. I think. I was supposed to get him earlier, but he was, he was a young one like Miami, and I'm like, okay, fuck you. <laughs> Shout out Big Tunes. Um, but yeah, someone who's, I know, like, and that's the thing, like, you know how it is, um, there's like, the hip-hop nights that are like, super quote-unquote urban, it's all black people. Yeah. But then there's the hip-hop nights that's like, it's mad white people. Is it what, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to mix them. Okay. You know, because yeah. dope, their crowd is very, you know, it's it's pretty mixed. I always love doing their nights because it's pretty mixed. But you know, but then you have like pretty ugly's crowd, that's very very urban. Yeah. Or well, let's just call it what it is. It's, everyone's black. Everyone's black. Yeah. And I did both, and I would notice that there was a difference, but at the same time, there was a lot of similarities. I was playing a lot of the same records, whatever. And I always thought, I'm like, why don't the two two crowds mix? And then I noticed it was like, well, Kareem books these DJs and Ado books these DJs. Now that I have the power, I'm booking DJs from both. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. for instance, I don't think Ado's ever booked Papa Don. I don't think Ado's ever booked Big Tunes. Okay. You know what I mean? He always booked me and he always booked Stams. So how about we have all four of us in one month? Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the way I'm looking at it. You know what I mean? So Papa Don's crowd is going to now check out Ado and Dope's vibe. Ado and Dope's vibe are going to check out some Papa Don's crowd and vice versa. You know what I mean? So, and I think just over time... You're just gonna find the people that oh can go mix with both. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and I think because that's something that always annoyed me. I'm like the fact that I go into one room and I'm the only non-black person, but play a set, a hip hop set, and then I go into another room, play the same hip hop set, and now I'm the only non-white person. There's these two different crowds that should be in the same room, but they just aren't for whatever reason. So that's something I also wanted to, like that with this power or responsibility that i want to change i mean it's it's a good position it's a good position to be in it, it definitely yeah. is like that's always been like my one of my things too is i would love to be like a resident somewhere for that very reason to have that power um not only to to put djs on that deserve to be on but for myself as well like i want to be able to hit up a dj in new york but like yo that's straight you know so we can open up that that um that lane yeah yeah i mean Obviously, that's something I, I'm sure I will do in the future. Again, it's not my priority right now because, you know, when we have a pandemic 15 months long, putting so many DJ local DJs out of work, and then I go and have the position to be able to book DJs and I book somebody that's not a Boston DJ. Yeah. That makes no fucking sense. And, and how, Boston- how am I representative a representative of our city and our DJs Very and true. have the ability to book from our city and our DJs. Very and true. I just choose not to do it. Yeah. Like, 
It's no. tough. Yeah, that's no, no that's no. not that's not the vibe like, I'm on. Yeah, it's like take care of your city first. I'm gonna take care of my city. I'm gonna take care of the people that work hard. The people that at the end of the day, I gotta be a businessman that will make dope and the clubs and the club owners money, but deserve to be there. Yeah. Obviously, at some point, yeah, it's gonna be cool where I'm gonna get. You know, I have my boy Malcolm in DC. I'm definitely gonna book him at some time at some point, but it's just not now. Yeah, yeah. Like right now, we have so many DJs that were out of work. I need to put them on. You need to make sure they get back in the scene. Um, I know they do good work and they're deserving, so they should be there. You know what I mean? So to put out of state DJ in right now makes no sense to me. Yeah, and they, and they're charging a lot too, which which I mean they they should. I feel like every now after the pandemic, like every DJ should get paid more. Like there's no reason why DJs should be getting paid what DJs were getting paid ten years ago. And yeah, like, and that was all, no, you know, like no, that's something that like I've had like several conversations about. It's like yo. You're making a lot of money at the door. There's yeah. no way why you should be getting paid X amount of money that the same that DJs were getting paid ten years ago. Yeah, no reason. If, if you're DJing in Boston, you should be getting at least a minimum anywhere from like four to five hundred dollars a night. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's just th- 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 this 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 was a big thing that like in Scraps episode yeah. that we talked about, and we had Ado come on and kind of like defend it. And we had the the nice back and forth, which which I fucking loved. Now being a little bit inside it's and again things are different now post yeah. the pandemic yeah, and like yeah. you know these honestly these venue owners are like uh yeah my bad bro Shit. you want me to pour yeah, you up or? damn we're halfway there think you're my good guy <laughs> yeah 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 um what um you know the thing is is these but these venue owners are putting a lot of pressure bro yeah you know no it's it's, it's true because um, they want to recuperate that money that they yeah. lost um, the last year, which is fine. Like I, I get that. Yeah. But so, like afterwards. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we got to see. Like once we get the, because at this point, like they're not giving the same deals to promoters. Oh, they're they're making it way harder. No, no, they're not. You know what I mean? So not with that being said, like everything becomes, uh, uh, they're all correlated to each other. Yeah. So, you know, things become reflective of that. And like again, now me being on the inside a little bit more, I'm able to like, oh shit, yeah, like. When you break it down like that, it's kind of difficult to just but, be shelling out money like that. You know what I mean? But if if you're booking DJs, like, do you ask them their rate or do you just pay them whatever? I t- I tell so what I've been doing with the DJs that um I've already been putting on, I tell them straight up. I go, this is the vibe we're looking for. This is what we're trying to do. This is why I'm picking you. This is our budget. You tell me if you want to do it or not. Okay. Say no. Cool. Maybe we'll figure out a way, maybe later if we make more, whatever the case is. Yeah. You know, again, when we have Icon side room, I can't offer you the same as Icon main room. Yeah, exactly. I just can't. It's a numbers game. So I tell them, you know, this, this is exactly what I told Papa Don. Yo, we're bringing Drip to Icon side room. I want, I'm trying to make it the fucking coolest hip hop night ever. I want you to do the first opening night. Again, it's side room. Um, this is our budget. If you need an opener, let me know. I'll figure it out for you. If not, it's all, it's all on you. Like, let me know if you want to do it. That was kind of like because because I know as a DJ, that's like that's the, the stuff I would I need to know. Yeah. Oh, who else is on with me? Do I get an opener? What's the budget? What's the vibe? What are you looking for? Like, because people be like, "Yo, can you do this night, bro?" I don't know. Like, can I? And then I find out I end up fucking opening for someone who I'm better than. Like, no. Yeah. I told him all you. If you want an opener. You can bring one. I can, I can approve it, or I can supply you one. I told him that. He was like, "Boom, let's do it." So, you know, that's a great choice. 
Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 Papa Don, he's he's legit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and like, you know, there's there's great, there's so many great hip hop DJs, but again, setting that tone. This is this is how we're coming out. Like, what do you consider yourself, by the way? Like, like, what do you consider? Because I've always looked at you as, like, I mean, not necessarily like a full full hip hop DJ. Yeah, but I was like, but I was like, snacks can throw down. Uh, I'm I'm just a fearless DJ, bro. Like yeah. I, I play shit that most people won't think to play. Like yeah. like when I did the freak style series over COVID, like the point of that series was just trying to make the wildest mixes I possibly could. Okay. Um, and with streaming, did more of that just because streaming like is a better place to do that. Um, but I always try and you know whether it's once or twice, obviously depending on the crowd. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, I always try and play something that is just like, holy shit, I've never heard someone do that. Cool. So um, I call myself a fearless DJ. I think I, I think I can play anything. I've been in situations where I think I, I was the only person that could have possibly done it. I would I would love to see you on a Latin night. I, like, I, would, I would love I would to see you on a Latin night, too. I would, I've, I've I done them before, be but, like, not, like. I would love to see you in, like, in venue Saturdays on, like, in the back room. Cause like your your energy represents that, so I mean, as long as you prepare for it, I'm sure you'll fucking murder. I have like like again like I've done, quinces, I've done baby showers, I've done, like you know what I mean. Like yeah, I've yeah. done I've done it where I've like I and I'm, I've also grown up in the culture. Like my parents yeah. are immigrants. Like I know what to play. It's just the thing I don't have is the experience. Like yeah. it's it's like you know, like I I could give you. The 100 songs that I play the most in a hip hop night to for you to do hip hop for you to do it to, to DJ hip hop night, but the thing that you will lack is just the way to piece it together. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Give me two nights, and by the third night, I'll have it. Cool. You know what I mean? So, but you know, it's it's stuff. It's stuff I used to get super butthurt about, but you know, if they don't want me and they have people who shine there like they're dudes who fucking kill it, who are the who are me of that world. Yeah. Then that's fine. Like, and I'm content of like being the me of my world. You know. Yeah, true. You gotta. I don't know. Everybody gotta stay to their lanes. Pretty yeah, much. yeah. And like, so yeah. you know, I can't. I, I, I hit enough markets. If I don't hit them all, that's fine. I can live with that. You know. Um, but <sighs> we are getting to that time. I want to give you an opportunity to just plug anything where people can follow you, uh, what to look out for, anything like that. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at DJ Harvey Romero. Also on Mixcloud, that's where I upload all my stuff. Soundcloud, here and there, just because they're on that copyright stuff. And um, just look out for it. a lot of uh, dope events. I'm working with um, Bajo Mundo on some events. So that's going to be pretty dope. And uh, all the downtown Boston clubs, Latin nights, you can find me there. Um, so hopefully you can come out and rock with me and become a believer. And, <laughs> you know, just have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. I hope we do another night where like I'm in one room and you're in the un- in the Yo, other. Yo, that because yeah, those was, are nights I would get yeah. amped up for. Yeah, Yo, yeah. that that night that I did with you, you, you were yeah. in the main room. That night I blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I blacked out. I blacked out. I probably did too. Yo, I blacked out, but it was dope. I was yeah, like, Yo, it was a good night. Room. I remember it was a fucking yeah. sick night. Yeah, yeah. But it was dope. It was dope. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love to do that again. And yeah, hopefully, I'm sure we will. Hopefully, we get to do it. Soon. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, but I appreciate you coming through. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Always a good times. Thanks for bringing, you know, gifts. Um and uh yeah, p- please everybody follow him at DJ Harvey Romero. Yeah. Follow at Dope Entertainment Official. Follow but I know the DJ and follow your host at Gimme Snacks. Thank you so much and we'll see you next time.